I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Duck? Oh, God! Oh, Jesus Christ! Okay, you guys want to do a show? I guess Let's we've been hanging out for a while. Yeah. yeah, it's been too long. It's been too long. Hello, welcome to Rose Mortem. It's the only show worth quoting on your thesis papers. My name is Tom. Uh, I'm Travis. I'm Connor. I'm a... In studio, all of us. Travis, glad to see you here on the East Coast. I'm in New York. We can see all of you. Yeah. Not just your it face. It looks sexy. There's extra amount of me because I broke my keto diet so I can eat bagels and pizza like mm. a New Yorker. Yee. To be fair, when you left here, you were bigger. And you've lost a lot of weight. You do look great. And when you came back, you gained a little bit, but I haven't seen you since then. So to me, you're looking better. All together, Very better. slim. Looking good. I gotta do... That's, it's, it's That's my tum-tum. Yeah. That's that in-studio sounds. You can, yeah. can't well, get anywhere else. Miss that sound. <laughs> Connor, let me start with you. How was your yeah. week, man? My week was good. Um, so last week, we recorded the one that uh, this is my first script. Yeah. And I immediately that night developed a horrible toothache <laughs> for like the next three days. Oh, yeah? Oh. And finally went to the dentist this morning. Um, got a cleaning for the first time in like three and a half years. Oh. And they're like, you know, your, your teeth are dirty, but they're in good shape. I was like, well, that's kind of counterintuitive. And they're like, no, 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 that makes sense. It's like, you don't have any cavities, no fillings needed, but like... You got some deep cleaning that needs to be done. See, I think you've experienced the spookiness that we all have. When you start roasting dead people like those Roman idiots, they're going to stick their tiny little drill-shaped penises in your mouth and you give got, you two things. got me right yeah. in the back, back of my teeth. So I got, a, yeah, I got a cleaning for the first time in a while. I feel great. All well, my teeth are feeling real sore. Oh, welcome nice. to the haunted. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It feels good to be here. Yeah, thank, thank you very much for doing that. Uh, yeah, the the research. I mean, yeah, Travis, good. you really fucked up. You, you caught the wrong plane. Well, you know, I spoke to the captain. I broke into the the room and I you said, did. "Hey, captain, right. I got to do the rest of the show." And he said, "He said, are you part of ISIS?" Uh, Taliban, correct? Him. Yeah, Taliban. <laughs> Come, Mister Taliban, yeah. break into I'm the from cabin. I'm the tall band, right? The Taliban. You know, it's important uh, that we get all of the perspectives on weeks. I'm going to ask you after Travis, Mike. Yeah, that's fine. Why don't you get one ready? I got one ready. You're See, ready? no, I, I'm, I'm waiting with bated breath because he's I wearing a, a Gilgo Beach hat. Yeah. I, yeah. I have always said that he's Mike's a Gilgo Beach a murderer. Corduroy, I think, Gilgo yeah. Beach yes. hat. Okay, for, cool. For the full effect, it's corduroy. Right. All right, tell us, before we get uh, into our history, tell us your history. Well, last week I was talking about uh, open taquito containers at 7-Eleven. Right. Mm-hmm. Not good. And I actually witnessed today, like, two Xanax fiends, like, touching each, like, fucking taquito to figure out which one was hot. Like I was talking about, it's like kind of like I, like kind of like you, fu- my future came. Your true. prediction came true. Yeah. Nostradamus did. I, I, I got, think they just gotta fix that fucking shit. No, so, right. Mike, the sickest part Especially of your South yeah, the <laughs> sickest part of your story that you told me before the show is that a man put a taquito in a hot oh, dog yes. bun yeah, and asked for bun. ketchup. Yes, he was asking, his boy <laughs> was asking for ketchup, and it was uh, very sad to see grown men at 11 a.m. <laughs> wine for ketchup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, 
Don't do drugs. Good lesson. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't do drugs. Don't be, don't be poor. Do don't the be right poor. drugs. Yeah, do the right drugs, everyone. Yeah. Don't don't take pills. There's two like reasons that. not to get poor. Because if you have to be poor, you have to eat garbage like that all the time, and then you can't. But I like that garbage, and when I see other people ruining my garbage, right, I get offended. But you don't have to eat it. The point is, is that because like, you're well, not at that, that moment. Poor. I did. Well, you're not very poor. You're I know, poor, I know. But um, what I'm saying is that it's a plug, actually. patreoncom slash If you Please. if you're begging for white bread. <laughs> Uh, to be wrapped in ketchup, then you shouldn't be on Patreon. Yeah. So we don't want other people <laughs> no, 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 no. like that. We yeah. don't yeah. want people in that situation. Go on Patreon, so- buy Mike a sandwich. Please. Yeah. Yeah. I want 7-Eleven to hire me. I could fix your whole... Your whole setup is so wrong there. It's so unsanitary. Like the, yeah. like the fucking serving station for like ketchup. I'm getting the 7 Eleven talks. What about the sauerkraut that's just like it's left just out of sli- that? sitting out there <laughs> marinating. <laughs> yeah, got junkies yeah. fucking... Bathing in it, basically <laughs> testing the ketchup out. I love it. You hear that, Seven Eleven? Get your shit together. Hire uh, Mike. Hire me as your consultant. That's good. Travis, you flew here. Tell me about uh, what it's like to be on a real coast again. Oh uh, yeah, well you know I was on my little jet plane. I got the whole road of myself. I was sleeping. Let me tell you, uh, like I said, I ballooned up. I've been. I think I've had like three pizzas already, and I've only been here for a few days. Gee. And. I was in Pennsylvania for most of it. If you're ever in Pennsylvania, gotta get the local delicacy, which is creamed chip beef. You ever had creamed that? Creamed chip beef? No. Oh, that's disgusting. It's so good. Describe it, it better. Yeah, yeah. These are so, three words I normally like, but never together. Yeah, so so the fuck is they this? basically take, the, the, in this Pennsylvania, they take a piece of bread, they toast it, they throw it on your plate, and they chip some beef into these little, like, like just wood cut? chips. Is it like just wood cut? chips, yeah. yeah. And they put, like, like creamy sauce on top, and that's what's breakfast. A, what's the sauce? That's flavor? a breakfast. <laughs> that's a breakfast. What's, yeah. What kind of what, describe the sauce in like a? If you describe it, as is something. it a mayo cream base, or uh, would you say it's like a heavy cream base? It's a heavy cream base. Ew. It looks a little bit like extremely white cum. Oh. Extremely white cum, but so tasty, it's thick like stuff. a Philly cheesesteak. Basically, what you're saying. Kinda, yeah. Like out the other piece of the bread. Kinda, except it's a creamy Philly. A right. Cream chips. Yeah, that's what we call yeah. cum yeah. steak. Yeah. Like a Philip K. Dick. So cream yeah. chip tube beef. steak, but real tube steak. Creamed chipped beef. It's ridiculous. If you're ever in Lancaster, that the, area. I just can't believe this is a breakfast. It's a breakfast. <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> <Disgusting. Yeah. laughs> I'm gonna start my day off with a nice heavy cream sauce. Yeah. A pound <laughs> of plate. I was in Pennsylvania, <laughs> I saw a baby get splashed with water. In a church. That's called a baptism for you Jews out there. Yeah, it's called <laughs> baptism. The baby got wet. I also, <laughs> I gifted a very excellent present, and it was a statuette of Jesus playing basketball with two children, and it said, Jesus is my coach. And I, Dunking I, on the kids? Well, he was just kind of doing playing keep away. Like, the ball was up here, and they're both like, ah! Right. Like and the then church. I also got a book called... Um, in heaven is their dirt bikes, and it's about. In heaven is their dirt <laughs> yeah. bikes. Yeah, and I hope so. Yeah, are there? It, it's a it's a mom asking or like kids asking their mom, are there dirt bikes in heaven? Are there WalMarts in heaven? All the good stuff. Yeah, you're going to but, hell. Yeah, you know, I, I that little statuette you just described, I would love to have that in my house, but with an and one. They have uh, yeah. written on there. <laughs> they, have a, they have a karate version too. Unfortunately, they were sold out. <laughs> And wow. Jesus skiing too. Oh, oh nice. Yeah, that's a nice. That's a holiday one. Getting some carbs in there. Oh, Black Diamond Jesus. That's <laughs> yeah. Christmas time right there. Yeah. Jesus the mogul. Tom, how was your week? Yeah, how was you do this? I week? had a great week. Uh, I spent a lot of time with uh, co-host of Heavy Hole and uh, frequent guest here, Justin uh, of Heavy Hole and frequent guest of here. He's been on this kick where he's spending a lot of money. 
I hate that. So uh, I hit him up on Tuesday, and I'm, I, I, I say to him, let's go for a taco Tuesday. Let's bring the ladies out. We'll go have a taco Tuesday. But right. this is how you guarantee you go, let's not try to look for a deal. Let's try to go to the place with the most expensive tacos. Ah. Mm. So we did that, and I've never been so disappointed. <laughs> uh, well, not with the friendship, but rather the, uh, the quality of the food. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Quantity of the food? I got to ask a lot of questions. I was in a beautiful restaurant environment, and I feel like that maybe, maybe I, I didn't voice this to them, so I, uh, maybe they didn't know this. But I left there going, could have been more taco mm. for mm. for the price. For what I'm talking about, like ten dollars a taco. I got and questions. That's cheap taco. to make. Yeah, yeah. I got to be honest. honest. It's garbage. Yeah, it's, it is garbage. Tom, were you doing fish tacos? Because they're yes. very tasty. Okay. Very tasty, not filling at all. Right. And they can charge more money. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you got to fill up with the pork and beef and then maybe have, like, one fish taco at the end. I did. Uh, well, it's very uh, a la carte, I think, is the uh. word that they use, where you look at the menu and go, what kind of taco would you like? You get one of each, and they're each, like, 10 bucks. And it's fine, because I'm out there spending money. I knew this going mm-hmm. into yeah. it. Yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean? It's on the cart. It does. Um, yeah. Show the taco bell. But afterwards, we went to uh, JT Carrington's, and I've been drunk ever since. And that was Tuesday. There you go. So I'm flying. Did you you, you see DJ Carrington? No, I didn't. He wasn't in on Tuesday. Oh. There's an old man that DJs at this bar in our town, and he plays all the latest hits and has no clue what they are. Is DJ Carrington's the one with the pool table in the back? Yes. That was the uh, hangout spot of choice for the book review staff when I worked there. Really? Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Book Review, but uh, J.T. Yeah, Carrington's was our post-work hang. Oh, that's a good place. We, we were very out of place. Just a bunch <laughs> of book nerds just hanging yeah, out playing hey, pool. A bunch of, DJ Carrington! <laughs> a bunch of people who have read a book. <laughs> in, a, <laughs> in a place where the longest word any of them know how to pronounce is Budweiser. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of syllables. They can't spell it. No. They just know the logo. They just, they just like, know, I've seen that I word. know what that means. Tom. Yeah. Speaking of Budweiser, we're going to be in France tonight. No Tom. connection. Tom. <laughs> the way you're saying, yes, I'm listening. Tom, no. The bro- bro- Budweiser. Le Budweiser. Uh, <laughs> the delicacy over there. Who's on the roasty tablet? All right. Let's talk about it. Okay, tonight on the chopping block is uh, none other than Maximilian Robespierre. Oh, I know that guy. Ooh. Do you now? Not really. You Maxi to- Ropes. Okay. Wait, who, wait, Mike, before we get into it, who is he? Yeah. I'm, are we going to yeah. regret this part? Uh, Give us the quick 10,000 foot view. Uh, yeah. Maximilian, that's a fucking we- cool name, I guess. Yeah, well, he's better known for Robespierre. Robespierre sounds like a porn star name. Ro- Robespierre. Shooting Robes. <laughs> yeah. I like that. This guy's shooting ro- It's French. A lot of soft uh, phonetics. So, yeah. ro- sh- shooting the Robes. Rob. You got to use a soft R, though. Robespierre. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Robespierre. So, this motherfucker is like one of the key players in the French Revolution. He uh, He's somewhat iconic because of how much he kind of flip flops throughout his career. He's very heavily involved in the law of France. Um, and his public, the public opinion of him during the time of the French Revolution is extremely hard to follow because week to week, the people would love him or they would hate him because of some shit he said. And um, eventually, there's a wonderful climax, which oh. we, we just talked about a different type of French climax in a little bonus episode before Ooh. we got here, Mike. Oh, yeah. But this is, uh, this is a climax that you will not forget because it's somewhat ironic or rather too appropriate based on the story I'll yeah. tell. I'm about hmm. the climax right now, dog. Yeah, less come than the yeah. first climax. Don't though. blink. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. 
Uh, so, well, before we jump into the French Revolution, I've always been very confused about it. I feel like with the American Revolution, it was like, see them boys in, in red? They're assholes. And like, you know what I mean? It's just like, there you go, clean cut. In France, it's like, you'll see that guy with wig, and there's a guy wearing blue, and then there's a Napoleon man. He's on an island. And right. Blah, blah, blah. The, the most controversial and perhaps misunderstood figure of the American Revolution is Benedict Arnold. Yeah. Um, we covered that bit. Benny Arnold. We, we covered him. Uh, go back, listen to that one, because um, it, it'll kind of... This whole story is just filled with Benedict Arnold's in a lot of ways. Uh, yep. Maybe not treacherous, but hard to follow, like, uh, what the hell's going on? What's happening in their minds? Right. You're telling me it's filled with a lot of heroes. A lot of heroes. <laughs> a lot well, of heroes. You, you, you yeah. fucking pig. This a lot is... of heroes that go to zero. <laughs> you're, you're... Heroes that get elevated you're not into the upper crust of society. Can you believe this shit? You're a phony. You're not a hero. Sorry, guys. All right. I want to start Loyalist Country. Loyalist country music. Yeah, yeah that's cool. I'm in five years. Crown after, and queen. Five years after that, I'll start loyalist pop country. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I like Connor that. and I were actually talking before we started this, and I, I thought he mentioned a good caveat, which is I don't know that much about the French Revolution. It's very hard to follow. Um, it's true. Uh, I don't know much I, either. I don't want to be pinned down as a liar because I got something wrong here. I don't know a lot of shit. I, I, my first real dive is with Robespierre, so yeah. let's get into him. Wait, is this what year is this? I'm sorry. Alright, we're looking at... It's like the... Post-American Revolution. 1812? Nope. Earlier. Earlier than that. We'll, the, the, most of the activity happens 18... I mean, 19... 17. God, nope. I'm really wow. fucking up. You guys are <laughs> real, real 1780, off. like late 1780s to uh, mid 1790s. Is this like what Queen Antoinette, right, in the guillotines and yes, yeah, Marie Antoinette, Marie Antoinette. is involved. Marie Antoinette, yeah, I didn't bring her up that much in this because we might talk about her. Yeah, and to her the, too. How do you know? I had a history class once. And I had a picture of her in the textbook. I think big old titties, right? Yeah. Are you sure nice. it was not? Um, oh fuck! Who plays Marie Antoinette in that shitty movie? Oh, uh, Versailles. I never saw. Talking about. I think Anne, that's Anne who Mike Hathaway? is. No, it's not Anne Hathaway. She's it's Pamela uh, Anderson. Who's yeah, the romantic lead in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man's? Oh, oh, Christian uh, Dunst. Yes, Christian yeah, Dunst. Yeah. Is that yeah. who you're picturing, Mike? When you say she's am. hot, she's hot. So let's go with it. Wait, right, do, do, do they, when she gets decapitated, do they spin her head upside down and Spider-Man kiss it? <laughs> yeah, I, I hope so. That's deleted scenes. <laughs> They made a lot of money for that CGI and just tossed it. <laughs> so, Maximilian Francois Marie Isidore de Robespierre. What a fucking name. Shooting ropes. May 6th, 1758. He's born in Arras, Atois, France, a very Catholic and conservative place. Um, it's known as the city of a hundred steeples. That's how That's wow. how into the religion oh they were. God. Uh, to his... His father, Francois Maximilien Barthemelet de Robespierre, a lawyer, and Jacqueline Margaret Carlot, the daughter of a brewer. Ooh. Uh, so she's a woman. Good lineage. Did you say Carlot? Carl. No, I said it wrong. You said, you said Carlot. Yeah, I did say Carlot. Sue me. <laughs> hey, come on down uh, to Robespierre's Carlot. We got fucking Toyota Camry 2003. You're going to love it. We are off oh, to one, a great start. Truly. So Francois, I guess, had been uh, metaphorically crashing his yogurt truck into Jacqueline for fun for quite some time. But then it got serious when she discovered she was pregnant. They married, shamefully. Many of the family members would not attend the scandalous wedding. Little Maximilian popped out a few months later. 
followed by three more living siblings and a miscarriage that killed Jacqueline on the way out in July of 1764, when Max was just six. Um, should have used a Jimmy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, should have. Sheepskin. Yeah, get that sheepskin in there. Yeah. Well, I'm saying, when you're playing chicken with the yogurt truck, sometimes it doesn't end well. Yeah, yeah that's, that's well, for You sure. should also just use the back entrance. That's very true. true. Big very fan true. of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the good old... Uh, um, Back end, Dannon back end, or do the uh, the French the French pump? What was it? Yeah, the, the French pump, French <laughs> the cream freeze, the funeral pump, the sewer line. Well, speaking know. of funeral, this is how like uh, weird this family situation was. Is that the father didn't even attend his wife's funeral because there was so much scandal around the family. But as soon as she died, it was like um, okay, a little sympathy from the family. Mm. Now we start opening up again. So family mm. life actually gets easier when the mom is out of the picture. But wow, his mother's. Death, uh, little, little Maximilian, he was rather sad. He wasn't a psycho yet. Uh, he was a he had a cheerful demeanor when he was growing up, and then all of a sudden, when his mom died, he was cold. So that happens, you know. Your mom dies, you're cold. I understand. Yeah, uh, I I haven't been there, but here you go. How could be sad in Paris in uh, gay Paris in France? Well, He's if you don't emo. like dicks in your mouth, you're not gonna be into gay Paris. I'm just gonna say you're gonna just have to eat a lot of those little macaroons, and then you'll be all happy again. Chocolat. Chocolat? Chocolat? Johnny Depp? Chocolat, Johnny Depp. <laughs> Isn't that Spanish? <laughs> Jean Depp. <laughs> Jean Depp. Now at least the um. So when when his mom died, was he wearing a, a beret and smoking a cigarette? I can only assume. No, no, he was six. Um, so, oh, so yeah, just a cigarette. Just a cigarette. Yeah, it was all about the beret. So anyway, the father was like, I don't need family. So he sends him and uh, his siblings to live with various relatives. Francois was a busy lawyer and didn't have time to be a single dad. Who does? Fuck that kid. He held many different political positions, but never really talked to his kids much after his wife's death. That's he, the way to do it. I'm just yeah, saying. Just clean. don't touch your like, kids. I'm just saying, the only way I want kids is if I am like... I have like millions of dollars and I can do... You know that show, uh, uh, Hannah with my father, with Jack Whitehall? No, what uh, the fuck? Is this some rich English guy? And he's like, I never. He's like, he's thirty or something. He's like, you never saw me until I was twenty-five because you put me in boarding school. Like, <laughs> that's how you do it. That's the English way. Yeah, yeah. that's how you do it. Right. So yeah, I mean, England doesn't have any alcohol problems. No, never. France doesn't either. Yeah. Nope. So he, along with his younger brother Augustine, lived with his uh, mother's parents in an overall agreeable household, and they would visit the sisters regularly. So the, the family was tight, like I mentioned, after the death of the mom. The household was very Catholic. He had two hag aunts who were known for their adoration of all things God. Love it, God. Rose... <laughs> <laughs> Pretty Thanks, much. Mike. That's a, I'm trying to get the script going. Yeah. Shout out, God. I appreciate it. I appreciate the gas on the fire here. Uh, well, Mike, Mike, you entering in, entering Christ, Christian mingled, mingle territory now? You dropped Tinder? At this point, yes. Okay, cool. I was on plenty of fish, but that was getting a little hairy. Yeah? <laughs> well, because they don't shave those Christians. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Robespierre was a smart little kid. He had learned how to read before he was sent to school, and... Um, at the age of eight, he was sent to the College of Arras, which is, uh, the, you know, the, the way they do colleges and universities at this time, it doesn't make sense with how we view that shit. It's like, oh, you're eight years yeah, old, and you, yeah. and you can, you know, you know what a triangle is? You're going to college. <laughs> Fucking smart, kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like how Napoleon went to, like, the, a military academy when he was 12. 
Like, exactly like the that. military academy of France. <laughs> yeah. when he's 12 years old. Nah, he'll be a good one. He's yeah, a good officer. He's fine. You see that tiny bitch shooting like with a stick? He's going to be a good one. Put him in there. <laughs> Whacking that kid with that stick real good. Put him in the cavalry. He went real tall. <laughs> so, like I said, he's a smart little kid. At the age of 11, he was awarded a scholarship to the College Louis Le Grand in oh. Paris, where a bunch of other smart French dudes went. The school was prestigious, but not stuffy. Most of the students were of the professional family type, not the aristocratic type. Mm, okay. So the merchant class. The merchant class. Yes, exactly. I, I was going to ask. So, like, like, they're still removed from the royalty, even though, but they're not poor, right? They're not poor. They, this, they sound like third estate. They are third estate, which I will get into yeah. after because that was kind of confusing for myself. But they are at the higher end of the third estate during the Enlightenment period. Um, it's It was possible to transcend the estates. The estates were the class systems. And okay. I'll talk about that before. But this, this is the top of the lowest estate out there crossing over and mingling with the second estate, okay. yeah, which is the nobility. They're still like richer than like 80 to 90% of the population, but that top... That top echelon, the upper crust, still looks down on you. And yeah. the upper crust is noble? Yeah. Well, the, like, the, t- noble, the top is actually clergymen, and yeah. then okay. it's the nobility. I, I broke it down later in the script. Oh, well, so no, just it's... because we've done people like uh, Jacob Fugger, mm-hmm. who was not noble, but he had more money than the nobles. So I wasn't sure if there was like well, something Jay- going on like there. Dude, I'm totally blanking on Jacob Fugger. I know he was like the richest guy, uh, and he was a merchant and all that stuff. He, yeah. What, what's the time period again? That was like in the 1500s. Right. Okay. So that makes sense. That's before the Enlightenment period, okay. which we're in now, where things were able to break through. So a guy like Fugger beforehand was uh, always going to be the bottom of the barrel. Right. Unless he got into um, the church somehow. Right. Because the, tur- the church is how you would transcend that. Yeah. Makes but sense. who wants a church? No. Well, yeah, like his hag ants. <laughs> yeah. So either way, our, our guy, uh, Robespierre, he studied there for eight years. He, All the languages, Greek, Latin, um, even, I, I didn't know this, studying French, because the French dialogue there, uh, dialect there during this time period was so broken and stupid that learning classic French, which is closer to what they speak today, was like a skill. Really? Huh. Yeah. Um, even though the literacy was high in the in the area, it was just a weird dialect breakup like between slang. city states. That was, that was something Napoleon did when he was in power. He like mm-hmm. consolidated the French language. He's like, I want one language for our people. Right. That we're all gonna speak. Yeah, make it all stupid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought it was a language of love. Uh, I think that's Latin or cunnilingus. If you're from, you're actually, yeah. If, you, if you're from New Jersey, you, when you go to college, you have to learn English again. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he learns all his languages. He learns math, science, Christianity, and while in school, Robespierre only studied. He was one of those kids, very little socializing. And there's this weird morality thing that the uh, Catholics who ran these schools kind of pushed on the kids, which was no close friends allowed. They. They, like they, they looked down on people having like close camaraderie. They wanted a group friendship, and that was it. Because friends manipulate you, make you well, do dumb shit. I don't know. These people are regularly fucked up. You bring up some good points. Very solid points there, Mike. People manipulate you. So you can have like 12 you. friends, but if you have three, it's kind of suspect. No, it's it's like no close groups at all. Only acquaintances. Like the, the, uh, the monks and friars and whatever else uh. kind of keep eyes on pockets of kids, and if they saw them 
socializing too much or break it off. They right. would kind of break it up no and be funny. like, hey, you've been hanging out with that one too much. Go over here. Well, I mean, the monks are just treating it like Survivor. They're trying to break up any of these like groups so they can single out the children yeah. in the one corner yeah. and then right. fucking practice that, that their monkly sound, will on them. Yeah. Of course. That sounds yeah. like a rape yeah. ritual. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you don't have any friends yeah, to tell you trust, you're it not going to tell It sounds like anyone. that. What because. the fuck? <laughs> yeah, we just cracked the Da Vinci Code. Yeah. Basically, uh, that sounds like some child molestation, yeah. apparently. Yeah. It's very dark. Thank you, Why don't you send uh, us to the secret archives of Louvre, France? Thank you, God, for blessing us with that. <laughs> Mike shouting out God again. <laughs> Thank you. Make sure the rapage for kids. Hold on, can I just can we do a little side tangent on France for a sec? Sure. Do you see the shit they did to the Arc de Triomphe or whatever? Well, they do put a they like, burn down. No, they just covered it in plastic. They oh, like plastic yeah, wrap yeah, Arc. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah. That was like some artist's like his thing. That yeah. was like his dying wishes to I, have that. I done. honestly hate artists. They suck. more than any cowards. More than anything, yeah. like today. I, every time I talk to someone who's an artist, an artist. or write, read about someone who's an artist, I want to push them downstairs. Yeah, they interviewed him. They're like, why did you want to wrap the Arc de Triomphe or whatever in plastic? He's like, I've been trying to do it for 40 years. I thought it was fabric. <laughs> I think it was just is plastic. He is no, he dead like, now? Like curtains. Was it curtains? Like I don't know. It's stupid. It looks did, dumb. Did the yeah, guy die? Dumb. Yeah, he died, yeah. He's dead? Because if I think he was, I think he's say, dying, kill yeah. yourself. I think as he died, as they put that shit down. Yeah. Mm. Here you go. Garbage. How do you like that? He jumped <laughs> off of it while tied to it, so that way, he, like, when More his body hit, it, yeah. he covered it. I give him respect for that. <laughs> All right, let's get back into uh, craft. Get back a different to time. Yeah. yeah, back to uh, the Max monks man. raping. And yeah, monks raping boys. Yeah. So during this time when the monks are raping boys around each other and, uh, you know, hee-hee-ha-ha, as you do, Catholic yeah, yeah. hee-hee-ha-ha. Hush-hush, uh, um, move me somewhere else. He's isolated from his family. He only saw them during summer breaks and certain holidays. His dad had moved to Munich where he died. Ugh. His grandparents had died of oldness. Fuck. His aunts married and moved away, and probably they're probably dead now. They're hags. Oh, they're they dead. are hags. How they get married? I don't know. Well, desperate men, monks that left the, <laughs> the yeah. brotherhood. Yeah, those kids just getting a little hectic. Now. I'm tired of these kids now. Too yeah. much energy. They're growing up too fast. I could use a hag. Tired of these kids. Where are the old women? <laughs> Where are the hags? And kids his- have too many teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now. And the worst one was his sister, Henriette, who had died at 19. What a name. Uh, Henriette? Well, that's, that's a good one to keep. It's like a small Henry. Yeah. Tiny I Henry. Know. Petite Henry. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're one of those oh, Henry woman. bars, but it's the candy, like the Halloween size. Mm. Oh, Henriette? Oh, Henriette. <laughs> now, uh, he, he took that very terribly. He was close with his siblings, as I just mentioned. After college, Louise Legrand, he decided to study law at the University of Paris. He started an apprenticeship, uh, although we don't know where. And he enjoyed a more uh, relaxed university lifestyle. There were no laws about when he can leave campus and when he can't. I mean, he's probably 17, 16 or something at this point. At school, he uh, started rubbing the admin the wrong way. He was caught reading some blasphemous book and was sanctioned. What book? Not recorded. It was so blasphemous mm. that the records of the sanctioning doesn't even mention the title of the book. A little pornographo. So yeah. uh, I guess jugs. It was the it was the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> what was a, little, it? a little foreshadowing that I I realized when Tom and I Tom told me who he was doing. Uh, Robespierre comes in contact to a previous roast of Marquis de Sade. Right, oh. very risque thing. So maybe 
and he didn't like Marquis de Sade. So maybe he's reading some Marquis de Sade. Maybe uh, there there was uh there's a few other people who like Voltaire. Oh, yeah, Voltaire. Voltaire was bad boy. Yeah. He's a mean man. He's taboo. Yeah, yeah, so I, I think it could have been one of his books. Well, did Voltaire even write by then? I, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, honestly, I know nothing like of France. I'm going to say that five, six times more. That amazes me how they got like books back then. Or at least they, they had the printing press. They had the printing right? press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was probably Voltaire, yeah. just by time frame. You go like a little shady market, like I got this fucking dirty novel right here. Yeah, check out this Some hot novel. shit in here. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's a that's a really big cock and balls on that uh, lady with hentai. <laughs> don't, face. don't tell your priests about this one. Well, you know, Mike. You know, Mike. The way that they would pass their pamphlets around of porn is they would tie it to a hamster, oh. and they would put it in an envelope, and there's a big X on the envelope. Are you are you pulling my leg and right now? They would send the hamster out, and they'd be like, "Oh, here's X hamster." <laughs> and <laughs> they open it up, and they motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then once they invented pneumatic tubes, they'd send the hamster through the yeah. tubes, and that's how they got extra. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's good. God, you motherfuckers. Good one. Boys. So he was reading next tube, and they yeah. said <laughs> they said no, no more of that. Perfect. <laughs> so Robespierre got into. Um, oh, I think I skipped ahead. No, no, I didn't. He got into uh, the courthouses a lot. He would sit in on every major course he could. He finished his law school in 18 months, which was six months shy of the average student, and in 1871, officially became a barrister. Now, the Oxford definition of a barrister is a lawyer entitled to practice as an advocate, particularly in the higher courts. So these are people who don't deal with clients, but rather uh, grander topics and advocate uh, advocate for um juicier uh, cases more, more social socially based minded oh, okay. cases oh, he's a public defender makes no money well back then you know they willy-nilly france mm, isn't good with money true. you know they spend like, it all around it, 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 strange so, his, so like public things would be like oh that's man he stole my goat right and, they and then like about the it. government would be like that is public property that's all goat uh, now phew. louis get the goat <laughs> I'll be honest, what you're saying is a stretch. All right. Be like more like Louis can jerk off on the sidewalk. That's actually closer because that would be a contentious point. You know, yeah. like, hey, can the, is the king allowed to masturbate in public? Right. Yeah. He's not only above the law, he's, so, the he's law. rubbing the so law. So he's like this, they're like the Supreme Court, right? Like, can the president. Those kind of cases, big and, stuff. Yeah, okay. So his his school, even though he was sanctioned once, they were so impressed with his schoolwork and his academic accomplishments that they gave him a room and board year uh, a year after his graduation, which was oh. big. They his his resume was looking really good because while the other students were out drinking and stuff and socializing, he was out there the uh, hitting those hitting those court cases, taking his notes surpassing them. They're like, this is the kind of blood we want there. So he moves back to Arras to hang out with his two living siblings. His brother, Augustine, received the same scholarship, Robespierre, based on his older brother's performance. So, he was so good that they were like, well, if you're this good, your brother's gotta be half as good. Let's do it. Sweet. And was he half as good, or is he... He was fine. He was fine, he was average. Uh, Augustine, he's... Living in his shadow? He, Yeah, he's a shadow man, yeah. for sure. He has a Wikipedia page. I that's great. That's, that's I got a Wikipedia page. I can change that. Hey, Augustine Ropes. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I want to go out. So he was accepted into the council representing the Catholic Church and won many cases, which is probably not hard to do because this is people going against the Catholic Church. Yeah, it's like yeah. wrong. 
in Arrest, the place known for having a hundred steeples. Like, yeah, it's an easy way to get that resume looking solid. Mm-hmm. You yeah. steal our crackers? Job like of that. course you did. Yeah, you're dead. The Bishop of Arras, he appointed him to uh, be one of the judges in the Arras uh, Episcopal Court in March of 1782. Now, Robespierre sounded good on paper, but a lot of his peers claimed that he was cold and calculated, relatively unfriendly. Um, these accounts, though, come from the second estate. Mm. So as we, we talked a little bit about the estate, I got some stuff here. You're going to learn how. There are three estates aptly named the first, second, and third estate in huh. France. Now, oh. These are the class systems. The first estate was the Catholic clergyman that was made up about made up of about 100,000 folks. The second estate was the nobility. 400,000 people that owned most of the land. They did not have to pay a lot of tax. And they were able to collect dues from the peasants on their land. The third estate was everyone else. About 24 million pissed off French people who got the shit tax out of them. Au revoir. They had representatives, but they were picked by the people in the second estate. So they didn't have like a fourth estate like India where it's like, those people are fucking nasty. Don't touch those assholes. Oh, you mean the human trash? Yeah, human trash. Yes, human trash. They were there, but they were not (laughs) accounted for. They were part of the third estate. Uh, They were the crust of the pan that was Uh, the third estate. Okay. Like the real frog eaters out in the fucking the bayou of France. Uh, I'm not really talking about people who live like live off the land. I'm talking about people who lived in the street and had to beg for money. Uh, you know, yeah. human street urchins. Street urchins. Street urchins. Yeah, garbage people. Yeah, people out on hard times. Because most, most of the second estate owned that property. So uh, those people actually had to work yeah. to a degree. These are the people touching the taquitos in 7-Eleven. Ah, oh, fucking fuckers. Mike, yeah. Mike, That's the third Mike's estate. people. They're touching the baguettes. <laughs> touching my, baguettes. My grilled baguette. Can I have a ketchup for this baguette? <laughs> I need my body again. I need my body again, please. My taquito. Now, uh, it's important to note note here that the king operates entirely outside of this system. He's not in the first estate. He's his own entity. He is the estate. He is the sun king. And and this is um, the pot in which revolution stew is stewed. Uh Mm. Uh, Which, because there's a lot of fucking Louis. Which gooey Louie is this one? We are on 16 here. Oh, Ooh. gooey Louie 16. Yeah. And I'm throwing 16. it out there. I don't, I'm not covering a lot of what he had done because we would like to do an episode on him. Because yeah. he's yeah. hilarious. He's, he's so a bad. funny guy. He's yeah. dumb. He's re- really bad at his job and just weighing over his head. do a job. Didn't want the job either. Like, yeah. He was like, can I do anything else? And they're like, no, no, no. <laughs> You're the king. <laughs> Sucks to be you. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird. I'll, he will be talked about. You will see his demise in this script, but you know it's coming. Yeah, you're not. Everyone knows French Revolution has something to do with a, a king's head being cut off. Yep. And uh, spoilers for next week. We're also going to be talking about another Louis, <laughs> oh, French Louis too. So many Louis, and we got at least sixteen of them. Yeah, so was, at least that's gonna be a long series. Yeah. Whenever we yeah. do it, so fourteen Should was do the, the guy. Louis series. <laughs> one, yeah, fuck one it. through eighteen, it's all Louis. <laughs> Tune in next week for <laughs> maybe more of the Louis series. Yeah. Louis C.K. Next week, the Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Oh. Getting swamped. The C.K. is a Roman yeah. numeral for one hundred and thirty. So. <laughs>
It's not, but it's close though. It's close. <laughs> Robespierre started writing article uh, articles. Articles. That was a burp. And um, kill me. Uh, Robespierre started writing articles about how the third estate should be able to pick their own representation. And um, this did not go over well. When he, is this? Did he steal it from us? When does he start writing this shit? Good, good question. Uh, this is 18... No, six... Oh, fuck. Yeah, this is... <laughs> 1780 something, right? Yes. 17. Yes. Remember the illegal age, and then you turn 18. I, I, I forget my 17s, yeah. so I had a good time. He's in the um, 80s, chilling. Anyway, it's a 17... Uh, mid-1780s, and he's writing about how the third estate needs legitimate representation. He's also, during this enlightened period that I had mentioned, so he's kind of gliding between the, first, uh, the second and third. Also, a lot of people from the second estate had been endorsing him and putting them on their team. I mean, f for fuck's sake, he was working for the clergyman of the first estate, right. and people were sponsoring him. The schools are all first and second estate, and they're bringing in this guy. They're lightening up the leash a bit, and then he pounces out of it. Right. This is a give a mouse a cookie situation. If the Enlightenment didn't happen in France, it would be a very different, different situation. situation yeah. But he's stealing that from our bitch asses. Yeah, this he is did. the 1780s, dog. I'm just saying. Well, it's we, like, absolutely. We, we got all our, all our ideas of how to revolt from France, and then we did it, and France paid for it, and then they're like, yeah. then they got revolted on, and they're like, whoa, this isn't what we signed up for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, it's well, like a lot of the reasons... Uh, not a lot, but part of the turmoil of France at this time was how much they had to tax the third estate to make up for uh, helping America out of spite for England. Yeah. Well, I'm Oops. just saying, just like a 2006 Jeep Liberty commercial, we come in and we were like, bro, like a rock freedom. And we're just fucking like crushing shit. And like France is like, oh, damn, that's how you do? I do have a little bit more on that later. Okay. <laughs> on the Jeep Liberty commercial? On the Jeep <laughs> Liberty commercial, like specifically. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Where the hell was my? He's writing articles. Yeah, yeah. writing yeah. the articles. Thank you. Thank you for never when uh, that's live. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, because life back then was just a series of favors from richer people than you, uh, the first and second just hated him. They were like, "We're over this guy." Uh, France is very tense. A lot of uh, political talks that were taking place about representation representations of the third state uh many of which were attended by louis XVI. i'm not sure if it was just to humor people but um by god oh yeah. wow great thanks for speaking <laughs> hey, hey, he, showed up. he portrayed himself as a defender of the people through most of these talks very little give too he did not like compromise so Robespierre's reputation amongst his colleagues was kind of ruined off the bat but because of the change ahead, it gave him the trajectory that we'll be talking about. So he's kind of like a broken record, kind of like Bernie Sanders. Where uh, he just, Bernie Sanders is like, the 1%, the national health care, you know? Yeah. And Robespierre is like, this shit's fucked up. Number one, number two, stupid. Give us more uh, power. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I like Bernie because um, he. I think he's racist, and I like that about him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think he's racist. He might be, but yeah, I don't think he's racist. He could be a closet. Who knows? Probably in like a charming old man a, way. A yeah, exactly. That's yeah, what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, it's not any one race. It's three. It's That's just his time. He's an he old Jewish up. man. Yeah. He's got some, you know, like yeah. some whatever. It's Different times. Yeah. 
It's fun. He's a good guy, maybe. I'm just seeing. I'm just seeing Robespierre being that guy that just you know his commercial comes on. It's the same fucking shit that he just recycles it. Well, he was very consistent until the last couple of years of his life with his messages. Uh, April seventeen eighty nine. You see, I got the seventeen right that time. Uh, Robespierre was elected to represent the common folk, uh, common folk as a representative in the Estate General, a gathering of estates summoned by King Louis to discuss the financial problems of France. Some of the problems were, as I, we mentioned before, the American Revolution. They had to pay for that. That's a lot of money. That's not not free. Not cheap. We never yeah, we yeah. never paid that back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they basically we won the war. We, for, no, we, we literally have never paid back debt. our revolutionary debts to France <laughs> or. or or the I, Netherlands. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or to Britain. The whole thing started, the whole revolutionary was because we didn't want to pay a debt to King yeah. George. <laughs> yeah, we didn't want to, oh, you saved our ass during the French-Indian War. And then oh. no one wants to fuck with us because we want a revolution. <laughs> it's very weird. The That's whole thing freedom. is just based on uh, bankruptcy, mm-hmm. yep. which is fine. That's freedom. Either way, so between the American Revolution and the amount of money that the king was spending, but, but people told him he was allowed to spend this, so I, I only half blame him. This. this is like mm-hmm. the riffraff of kings. Yes. And again, I, he didn't want to be king. Right. right. I just want to eat candy and lollipops. I want give to pay. Please. Uh, you sound like a little German boy. Yeah, give me candy lollipops and I will stick them in hookers a news. I have a question. Yes. So back then, this shit was like, can they just make more money? Nothing's really regulated. No, they're oh. like, this is like paying with like gold bullion. Oh, yeah. like coins yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's your just coin harder currency than we've got today. Yeah, yeah. your coin was actually like like Worth. weighed in gold. Yeah, like yeah, it was made of gold. That's why you bite. Yeah. That's why they bite the coins. It's to test if it's real gold. Yeah, very unsanitary. And in in the in yeah, the Americas, yeah. they took Spanish ones. And you ever ever the pieces of eight? They say it in like pirate. T- oh, there yeah. are pieces of eight. They would take us. Spanish Royale and cut it into eight pieces. Oh, and mm-hmm. break it up because oh. they were just gold. So, yeah, so just denominations. Yeah. yeah. What? Damn, we're fucking backwards with it. Well, the, time. thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great, great question though. Yeah, yeah. Robespierre was now representing the Third Estate and on his way to Versailles. During the hearings, uh, he first went after the First Estate, aka the Church, the same institution that made his career just a few years back telling them to renounce their luxurious lifestyles and join the common man's cause. The stink had now kicked. He had some notoriety for his brazen criticism, and he had done it in public, and people started listening. In June, the third estate had enough enough of being pushed around and announced they would be called the National Assembly, so they created their own kind of institution. They were like, no, we're not the Third Estate, we're the National Assembly. The Please tennis, refer to the us. The Tennis Court Oath. Yes, the Tennis Ooh. Court Oath, um, which was basically they were kicked out of the assemb- uh, the uh, facilities where the meetings were taking place, and they went to a tennis court, oh. and then I believe Marie Antoinette went there and kind of backed the people, but she was also on the hyper-royalty yeah. with King Louis, so she was able to show up and give these people the courage that probably got a lot of them killed, including her. Yeah. So th- this is uh, this is all at Versailles. This is all, all that's yeah. where all this has taken place, and mm-hmm. the they kick them out of like the general meeting hall, and so they're like, well, we're going to the fucking tennis courts, and that's where we're gonna have our meeting. It's like uh, Bender storming off a few trauma. It's like we're gonna have our own yeah. national assembly <laughs> with hookers, and yeah. beer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how French is that though? <laughs> we going on the tennis court. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
Was that guy? Who's the big tennis boy that fucking Roger Agassi? Yeah, the uncircumcised man. He just flops his dick out, whacks that ball over the court. You say uncircumcised man as if like three quarters of the men on the earth aren't uncircumcised. (laughs) The guy, the great uncircumcised man. People of the Jewish religion and Americans. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying they got a a large racket that they can stretch out. You're making me feel like a subspecies, Travis. Stop. All right, Mike. Snipped. Whoa. Yeah, well, we're all sad together. That's a whole different episode. Yeah, we don't, we don't we feel got, anything because we're circumcision American. Of the American male. We're being picked up by Gimlet for our new series, Snipped, where white men talk about their uh, disadvantages yeah. because they got calamaried. Yeah. You know what? That's the first wrong mistake I made in my life. Letting that happen. Yeah, you should have fought harder. <laughs> yeah, you should have. I should have went back. Should have advocated. Sue your parents. Knock on the door, little baby. <laughs> I'm going to go back, Mom. Give me my cock back. <laughs> Good thing they sell fake... Uh, foreskins for you, Mike. I heard you can stretch it out now. Yeah, There's you a can, but, it's, it, but... Uh, now it's just a waste of time. Continue, Tom. Thanks. <laughs> the king commanded that the estates meet up again and make nice. Uh, while All while upping his own defenses. He was like trying to play this uh, folk hero that wasn't actually yeah, there. Like David so, Crockett type vibes. No, David Crockett was totally different in every regard. He lived out in the woods and um, just went around fighting for various causes because he liked the rush of it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> I read a book on him once. <laughs> you, watch, you watched a Disney special on it once. It was eight the Alamo of a, movie. You, oh, yeah. Yeah. What's that one? <laughs> you watched a clip from Song of the South. That's what you want. That's what you came up Continue, Tom. On the 14th of July, 1789, the storming of the Bastille took place. Now, this Bastille was a uh, state prison in Paris, which there was the, uh, the, basically the king's untried detainees were held as long as he pleased. The National Assembly, uh, it's not just the king's detainees, it was uh, first and second estate. It was, it was a white-collar prison. Yeah. <laughs> That's, it's, like well, a, it's like a white-collar resort prison, well, and people treat it like it's like, like Euro jail. Well, they Mar- treat it like Sing Sing. Marquis de Sade was actually up in the tower during the Bastille. He was removed before they stormed it a few days before. And he said it was real bad, but he did have like a bookcase, but he didn't have any light to read. Yeah. Oh, what a shame. You can only <laughs> read like, during there the are day. no candles for yeah. me to read my millions of books yeah. in my prison. Yeah. Also, think about it. It's like they, they decided to remove him over who else? Well, he was, he was instigating the crowd. He was like, he wanted them to, he was apparently, he was calling down from his thing, being like, you yeah, bitches. Oh, it wasn't like the royalty being like, we better save this sick writer who's <laughs> like, yeah, no, the cock's getting cut no, off. No, the royalty were like, that cock boy, that Ron Jeremy, the French Ron Jeremy must be removed. He's rabbling up the poor people. Meanwhile, he's just screaming down, bring me a nightlight. Bring me a nightlight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to read. Bring me a flashlight, sir. <laughs> <laughs> a glow in the dark one so I can read my literature. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the National Assembly started their militia called the National Guard, led by Marquis de, La- de Lafayette. Oh, what a uh, hero. Yeah, so he was actually involved uh, heavily in the American Revolution. He's uh, the inspiration for the French guy from the Mel Gibson classic, Patriot. Oh, oh no. He actually might be it actually might be Lafayette. I think so. He was yeah. like a big name and he was huge in the American Revolution. Yeah. Lafayette's super fucking cool. We talked about him a little bit on fucking George Washington and yeah. he was like, 
Yo, George, stop being a bitch ass and having slaves. That shit's stupid. Yeah, Lafayette's an awesome guy. <laughs> um, yeah, well, not according to our friend here later on. <laughs> oh, he had a he had a bit rough ending. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's see. But and so they freed the political prisoners and invaded the Hotel Nationals des Invalides, which is another stretch in Paris where they kept prisoners and the mentally insane. And uh, veterans. And Is stuff. this where Wolverine starts singing in the streets? Are you talking about Les Miserables? No, that's the 1848 revolution. Oh, wrong. Les, these are different miserable wrong, people. Wrong French revolution. Okay, wrong. They have too many. See, I don't so, know. So many. They also don't know when to stop and start. I was like reading all this information like, oh, this is going to come to a head soon. Just kept going. These people. Just, just these, goes and goes. Yeah. Don't let it go. They make They make enemies overnight. It's the weirdest thing, French people. It's the wine. See, that's why America, I know it yeah, took about 10 years, but it was one and done. We're done. Yeah, and then we got our ass kicked by the British again in 1812, but whatever. One and done. We're going to do for one. Yeah, we're kind of do. Yeah. We're going to fight with Nish. Ourselves. Ourselves. England. Oh, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking another American. Well, we just right? invited, like, loose. you know, I, uh, we just invited a bunch of Taliban over here. Come on in. And we called them refugees. We're going to see how that goes. Gotta keep Spend us on twenty our, years keep us of, on our I'm toes. trying to keep them off planes, and then just like, here you go, here's some equipment. Tom, yeah, I saw you. You opened up your Facebook account. You've been tweet, uh, posting all those things about Sharia law. You're you're in there. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything about that any further, other than um, maybe everyone shouldn't be in Afghanistan. No one. Everyone over here. Spiders there? Yeah, we were oh watching camel spider God. fights. It's oh terrifying. terrifying. Tom, tell us about French camel spiders. Oh. Right. Anyway, uh, these French camel spiders, uh, they, they had a pretty bloody battle there. In the end, the governor got his head cut off. That's pretty fun. Uh, Robespierre was outspokenly opposed to holding anyone without trial and admired the militia that had kicked off this revolution. So now you got an approval of violence that's... Uh, and uh, no, no more prisons. We're not doing prisons. I like that. You would it's like good, this it's guy. a good way to. Cool. Uh, wait, wait till you see what his alternative to prisons was. Yeah, apparently what, house arrest. Mm, it's a little different. <laughs> God, I said, where is he? A guy who had one of his ankle monitors on recently. God, Mike, what's JT your legs? Oh yeah, thing itches like a motherfucker. Yeah, well, you gotta wash it. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't clean myself. Any time. Anyway, apparently, uh, before this had happened, the king had made good with the third estate in some way. Like, I don't know what he did. He gave him a bread or something. <laughs> and then uh, they had no intentions of harming him at the time. They, they were like, this is not our guy. The violence against the first and second estate escalated, though. So the rich people started to flee. Oh. Robespierre saw no issue with this. And frankly, I don't either. Why the hell not? Yeah. Get rid of him. Yeah. yeah. Send them all back to Austria. Imagine if Mr. Bezos started to flee somewhere. He can go anywhere he I wants. Go flee to the moon. He goes to space, man. Yeah, with little boys and girls. And his rich wife, who only got rich because of him. Blood boy with me. I'm okay. Yep. <laughs> you're going to be Bezos' blood boy? Yeah. You're Mike, you're like right on the cusp of aging out shit, of being really. a blood boy. Yeah. <laughs> you you maybe right, have two more years left to be right a blood boy. You're right on the cusp, and, and he, he won't take from your knees. Yeah. <laughs> he's taking from my arms. He's taking my blood. Okay, okay, you okay, just go. want blood. You can have my blood. This is my bones. You actually cut your legs off so your body circulates <laughs> more blood quicker. Yeah. I heard that's a thing. If he pays me enough, yeah, why not? Yeah. Give me some Amazon legs. Cut them. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the money, like you know, just two drones yeah. strapped to your stumps. They probably got some dope shit. They're not telling us. Boston about. Dynamics brought to you by Mike. <laughs> Didn't they acquire Boston Dynamics? 
Probably. Uh, probably. Boop, 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 boop. I think so. Yeah, so you'll be boop, half boop, boop, dog boop, boop, boop. robot. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> 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 well, so worry about bathroom if we cut off the bottom half of our employees. Exactly. I don't have to worry about not being uncircumcised anymore. I can have a robot cut. Yeah. Yeah, we can keep a little homing device on them and send them back to work. Yeah, you'd be like, hey, ladies, check out the seven inches of soft steel extending out of my penis. Yeah, it's got a hard drive in it. We cut off half your body so you could use half the amount of sleep. Now come yeah. on back to work. <laughs> Gotta get the REM, baby. Speaking of soft steel, I would love to take a urine. All right, cool. <laughs> cut it there. In October of 1789, Marquis de Lafayette, with the uh, help of Thomas Jefferson, drafted the uh, Declaration of Rights of Man and of Citizen mm. to the uh, National Assembly. See, I think de declarate declaration. I think... Declaration of Independence is, sounds a little better. Well, it does. This also wasn't a legal document, but rather a manifesto of the cause. All right. Well, neither was the Declaration yeah, well, of Independence. The Declaration of Independence. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a declaration. Yeah. It's not binding. It's just, this, hey, I'm declaring this. We're saying I'm it. declaring I, the rights of men. Yeah. I could be like, I declare that. And I will, citizens. Yeah. <laughs> I declare I will come to your house, grab all the koi out of your koi pond, and use them as fleshlights. That's terrible, but, no, uh, but that's, that's the declaration that's of the rights of not legally binding me to do that. Actually, I uh, ran into some raccoon trouble recently <laughs> involving koi's, and I think they were doing just that. So that lines up with your uh, story arc of the grander roast mortem tale, which well, is you like to have sex with raccoons. Oh no, I think great minds think alike. They like shiny things. They like got human fingers. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, all right. Continue, Tom. Robespierre was involved in the uh, involved in focusing on free speech and accountability for those government positions. Uh, and he wanted it didn't matter what you were a comptroller. He wanted accountability. That's my favorite government position. Yeah, comptroller. Yeah, comptroller. Uh, I never knew what it did until I, I mean I still don't really know I, what, what it did. Yeah, but I always imagined that the comptroller was the guy in charge of traffic. It does like, sound like a trafficy right. word. I yeah. always thought, like, I want to become comptroller and change the position to be in charge of traffic, so that way it makes more sense. It's true. I just like the comptroller because they gave me twelve grand. What? What? <laughs> Is that what the comptroller? No. Does? Appara apparently, yeah. Apparently, you can look up your name, and it could be like, oh, there's money that you just never claimed, and I had like twelve grand <laughs> sitting around. Uh, what's this called? You Do probably it. owe money. I'd be careful. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> shit. Uh, well, maybe I don't. So, uh, Travis, what was it called again? It's the New York State Comptroller, dude. Check him out. Send him your dick pic. He'll send you extra money. See, but instead of giving you twelve grand, he should be fixing the five-way intersections he that I should. have a problem with. Right, exactly. That's it's... what I want the Comptroller yeah. to do. He should be arresting my cousin, Mike. <laughs> what I do? Gilgo Beach murder. Yeah, you're wearing you know a Gilgo Beach clothes. I like, I like to that, hang out at the beach. All that lifesaver <laughs> talk. What, you don't like a prostitute once in a while? Mike was locked. <laughs> Mike... <laughs> Uh, Robespierre sorry, was involved. I don't care. I really don't care. Cut Robespierre that out, comes no, comptroller. I'm, I'm editing this one. Cut Goodbye. that out, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> ah, ah, I see what you've done. <laughs> Robespierre was involved. Oh, like I said, whole space. Ah, I said that part of it. Um, he begins staying in the public eye more, giving speeches about freedom and whatnot, with the general public torn over his sincerity. Some people thought he was very sincere, and others thought he was full of shit. In October, he won over a large audience, endorsing the women's education movement during the Women's March on Versailles. Uh, important note here, 
he didn't think that woman women should have the right to vote, which I think he might have some points there. Uh, he <laughs> talked about property rights uh, not being a qualifier behind voting. So anyone should be able to uh, to vote except women. Uh, so he... <laughs> what if a woman <laughs> owned a property? That's what, how he did it in his speeches, too. Is like, everyone should be allowed to vote except women. Yeah. <laughs> so he, I back he, the ladies. He was able to get yeah. in uh, the good graces of the Jews, uh, all the servants who had no chances, the black people there, oh. the Protestants even, because they barely had anything. Whoa. So he had this, like, I don't know, where a lot of support from people, people who were weren't heard so much he also wasn't it's funny because he was doing all these speeches and he was winning people over but he was notably terrible at speech speaking <laughs> just like i am long-winded fumbling couldn't get to a point lost the audience half the time but he First did it time. enough where he was able to keep one got uh, <laughs> tom you gotta shoot more ropes uh, dude i like you know ropes me. pierre when I present, rope it out, baby. Present. Imagine yeah, we did yeah. live shows; everyone would be sticky. Oh my god! Mm. I'd have the biggest swamp ass to be like. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I'd be nervous. That's just the biggest one. It'd be like a real guar. Yeah, show. It would be. Yeah, it'd be very. Yeah, it's a wet and different. <laughs> uh, his history of isolation and thinking he was better than his peers made his speeches very long-winded and unrelatable, mm. which is weird because it. It, it works sometimes, and other times people just walk out of the room on him. Like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Yeah, exactly. He's uh, yeah. He did get a little better at speaking later on, but overall he whiffed audiences all the time. See. The assembly was in Paris, hard at work, restructuring the future France. A few ideas were fought for, and Robespierre kept pushing the idea of the old Roman Republic. Mm. Listen to last week's episode. If you want to get your head around that shit, Connor, thank you for uh, yes, covering Connor. Gaius nope. yeah. and the Republic. Gaius Marius and his love of the Republic that he wanted to be ruler of. Yeah, that's right. But uh, you got Robespierre here. He's jerking off all over that idea. Gaius yeah. Marius. Oh, love him. That was oh. a big thing in the 18th century where they were all like, the Roman Republic was perfect. So let's go back to that. And just ignoring all the other parts of the Roman public history. <laughs> yeah. All the <laughs> terrible like bits. <laughs> They love ignoring the pedophilia. They love that everyone ignores pedophilia. Make France Rome again. <laughs> yeah. Bring back the boys. Mifra. Yeah. <laughs> Mifra. Mifra. Now, he joined one of the most influential political clubs, the Society of the Friends of the Constitution or the Jacobin Club. Jacobin, Jacobin. 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 Within his... Within this prominent group of slightly wealthy revolutionists, Robespierre's ideas, they really found footing. He would practice his speeches and run his ideas past these folks before bringing them to grander assemblies. That they sounds... sharpened his tongue a bit, and they thickened his skin, and he probably had uh, sex with him because it was a private society. That sounds so boring. Yeah. This is like everyone's like, ropes, ropes, shooting ropes is showing up. He's like, hey, hey guys, can I practice my speech? Um, uh, uh, France should be for everyone. Guys. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, uh, do your speech and we're going to drink wine. And bang and, ass. Yeah, we'll be over here banging ass. <laughs> do me a favor. When you're done with your speech, can you smack my ass? <laughs> With your tongue. In the March of 1790, he became the president of the club and spoke on their behalf. 
The club then decided to remove any of the uh, namesakes that represented nobility. So the D in his long-winded name that I mentioned before, he got rid of it, so it was just Maximilian Robespierre. I like that. The assembly had no money, so they had taken all the power from the monarchy, but they they were already bankrupt. We all know that. Mm. So like idiots, they made their own paper money, which you had mentioned before. Nice stock but, market, baby. Coming yeah. Up. Coming soon. Didn't yeah. go well. Stonks. They, uh... <laughs> You know, that in, the inflation thing. I got you. Uh -oh. Inflation's not just for pool toys. This shit fucks you up in real world. Yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> this is why the currency needs to be actual gold. Not none of that French papers. Get us back mm. on the gold reserve. Yeah. yeah, come on. I'm a fan. I'm simple. Yeah, but how... <laughs> Tom, imagine we were on the gold standard. You'd be like, here's my tiny-ass nugget. I'm just gonna buy Snickers. Look at Carrie Scale. It's better than my made-up bank money. That's uh, it's true. You but you just you just it. be like you'd be like I'd like to buy that Jimmy John sandwich, and then you'd like have your gold dust. Me. No, you still pay with a dollar, but the idea is that the dollar backs has up. a fixed like gold yeah. weight. Yeah. No, but not. I'm I'm saying more like back then when the currency was the actual. Oh, when it was Long actually yeah. like, right. <laughs> when it was actually the coin. Right, yeah. right. But you know, here they just tried to bypass that and make mo monopoly money, basically somewhere between what we have and they have. I mean, at least we have guns behind our mon mon monopoly. Money. Yeah, we have saved fetuses. Well, I don't, I don't know if you're going to get to it, Tom, but Maximilian Robespierre, big fan of guns for the citizens. Um. So I'm gonna assume that's the case because he was so much of a free speech guy. No, he like he was a big Second Amendment bro. Good, yeah. I like that. That's he fun. had he had like the uh, the Second Amendment uh, bumper stickers on his car. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. tread on me. He had all that sticker yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> As I say, when I see those uh, those cars on the uh, I see those cars with those stickers and the "Don't tread on me" and the Punisher thing. I think that guy's well read. Yeah, oh. yeah. It's the first thing I think. This that guy went to college at nine years old. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the best bumper sticker, not to get off topic. It was a stick figure family with the Trump wave hair over the whole family. Woo! That's amazing. Wow. I was like, this guy takes the cake of bumper stickers. I was like, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. The but, Trump wave hair bumper sticker trend is catching on. I oh saw someone God. had it over a, a, they had the Trump wave hair over a fetal heartbeat. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Like, oh, there you go. That's Trump's like, mind. Yeah, I, uh, I, like, I want to put a sticker. I was like, how many abortions do you think Trump has paid for? Oh, my God. <laughs> I would think, no, I would think zero because he's man of Christ. Oh, right. I've heard. Yeah. Favorite book? Yeah. Bible. Yeah. Favorite, favorite uh, story in the Bible? All of them. Yeah. Can't choose. All he's, likes them he's, so it's all no. one story. He's so good he can read the Bible upside down. That's true. That's I'm a big true. fan of the stickers. I'm thinking about collecting them to put on my Jeep Wrangler. And possibly upside down. Yeah. I'm going to put the Trump wave on it. If you can read this, one of those stickers. <laughs> Tom, you just right side up. You need to, Tom, you need to, with your Jeep, you need to fill up your back window with all different Calvins pissing on different things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then build a Calvin on that to go on top yeah. that's peeing on your Jeep. That's yeah. <laughs> You've got like a pump built into your car and it's just like spraying. No, that's where the windshield spray comes <laughs> Like a Burger Boy kind of thing, but it's yeah. just Calvin pissing constantly. <laughs> Build a little fountain system, have to load it up with Gatorade every time I go Damn, sweet ride, Tom. Fuck. Oh, thanks, man. You know, it's uh, a lot of... No miles, practically, per gallon. Oh. <laughs> but uh, It's actually the Calvin's leaking gas. <laughs> Six Gatorades per mile. How's this do at bridges? Low bridges. Uh, 
<laughs> let me tell you something. It's not a commercial vehicle. Uh, it is. <laughs> I, I can do what I want with it. It's <laughs> yeah. my country, and I'll do what I want. I'll walk all over with my Crocs on it. You're a goddamn uh, great American. That's right. You, you know, see what this? Let's see what this says. J E E P. <laughs> I can drive on the shoulder. That's right. <laughs> Look, I'm starting to hate my Jeep right now because I'm looking at those uh, Ram 2500s. Ooh. That's a fun. I thought you were gonna say the Bronco Sport, but Tom, continue. Okay, thanks. Right, so Max, guys, I'm uh, sorry. I'm getting a little wordsy right now. I'm starting to trip over my words. I'm crying because of the freedom we have well, here. Sleeping's yeah. gonna be nice tonight, baby. <laughs> That's right, baby. <laughs> That's right, man. Mike Regan's sleep tips. Get a good crying. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, the, yeah. the pillow always feels softer. Let's be honest. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back to Rose Pierre. So Rosie. Um, the National Assembly, they seized the church property and auctioned it off. This made the church not only furious. furious um, oh, Taylor, what are you doing? Hello, Taylor. Oh, okay. Taylor's here. <laughs> what was I saying? All right, so this made the church all furious and stuff. And while Robespierre was not on good terms with the church, he didn't want to see it vanish altogether. He was not an atheist. Um, he mentioned... Um, you mean he wasn't smart? The smartest Whoa. people I know love Trump. Christopher Hitchens, bro. Well, God. Wait, Trump, smartest man we all know, loves God. Yeah, right. well, that's true. He made a book. He's smart, right? It's, not, it's a dichotomy thing. I don't know what that word means, but I'm going to say it's one of those things. <laughs> Dude, we're all stardust. That's true. Right. So he doesn't want to see that shit to, to uh, he doesn't want to see the church vanish. When he mentions this in a newspaper, the, uh, the public tune starts changing. Remember I said uh, we get a lot of hot cold? So people are liking him, and out of nowhere he goes, well, maybe they'll leave the church alone a little bit, like the, the ideas behind it, and they start talking shit about him. They see him as a flip-flopper. They go, you're a revolutionist, but now you're not, because you like God, and we hate him now. He's double-dipping. Well, because the original mm. tune was, shibba dip 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 ah. And he changed it. <laughs> And so everyone's I like, get what? knocked down. Talk about Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah. get up again. It's a 40 day thing. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, I liked. <laughs> right. <laughs> and once the, fa- the once favorable view of the public grew sour for Robespierre, as I mentioned. One view, uh, one view he kept spouting about was the inheritance laws. So here's something that people didn't like uh, on any side. He was talking about. How when someone died, the, all of their fortune should go to the state, and that would be divvied up equally amongst people. Now that's, that's dumb. That's that's evil. That's not even communism. That's terrible. That's dumb. Now he was booed off stage for that. Uh, he hid away in his apartment for a while, stopped making public appearances, and read a lot of mail from female admirers. Oh, believe it or not, ooh. a few months of that. Jerking off onto Letters. parchment. Shooting ropes. And he's, he's like, I had enough of this. I got to get back to the public eye. <laughs> so he starts getting back out there. Uh, in 1791, he argues against the death penalty. And if you know the story he's going, <laughs> that's very fun. <laughs> that, what? Yes, I never he, knew that. That is amazing. Yes, he was a firm, <laughs> firm advocate for dis- dismantling any type of death penalty. No guillotines? No. <laughs> Nothing, especially, that's kind of especially those. Especially that's like an event for them back then. I was like, yo, it's Mike, just wait, you wait to see where this story goes. Yeah. Yeah. So this is also the year that France makes the guillotine the official method of execution. Oh, which. In 1791. Which apparently the guillotine is 
more humane than lethal injection. I believe that. Yeah, it's yes. more humane quick. than like almost any other way yeah. of killing or people. shooting someone yeah. or yeah. It's quick because right? it's, it's literally instant. Whoosh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean they well, say they say that lethal injection, like people can't move, but like they're all of their veins are on fire. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> well, it's easier uh, for the witnesses. What I for, like for lethal injection. What I liked is the Spanish take on the uh, guillotine, which is the the garret. Is that where they? Is that where they cut your head off and you fall into a paella bowl? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's you know you've heard of like they use you as a soccer ball. You've heard of like what is it the garret when you like grab piano wire and string around someone's yeah, that's, neck? That's yeah, the yeah. garret. Yeah, but. They had a device that was similar to the guillotine, but they'd twist it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah wires, like, and then you just like, like tighten and tighten, yeah. but like Ooh, mechanical. Fucking yeah. hurt. Oh, my God. Imagine some twisting that neck. Fucking tune you up, bro. Oh, yeah. I forget who it was that got guillotined, but like it was one of the famous guillotinings, and they didn't put their head in all the way, so it went like through the back of their skull and like out their jaw. I think that, I think that was called Blade Two. <laughs> yeah. Wesley Snipes. And there's that guy that was like, "Please guillotine me, I'll blink." Afterwards, oh right, he was a scientist. Scientist boy. If you ever seen Circus? My ass. That might be an urban legend. <laughs> <laughs> Just grab it off. Wait a minute. Uh. Quick, let me suck my own dick. <laughs> what, what, what? In June of uh, 1791, Robespierre was elected to the position of public prosecutor in the Paris Criminal Court. The people loved him, but many of the press outlets went on smear campaigns against Robespierre up and down with this guy. You're it's never really going to know. Paragraph to paragraph. Who he knows? Very, very hot. Is cold. he back on the death penalty at this point? No. <laughs> Still anti-death penalty. All right. Yep. Mm. Uh, Real Martin up- Scarelli. He's <laughs> <laughs> buying Wu-Tang albums yeah. left and right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, like, like uh, besmirching of a classy gentleman the same way we have done with Martin Scarelli, we, uh, <laughs> the newspaper sources, uh, started making up things about the dirty things that that Robespierre would do with big titty ladies of the night, oh. uh, orgies, and other Marquis de Sade-related kind of things. Oh, a libertine. Yeah, and just mm. throwing his balls on a fucking 10-year-old person. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. You, no, you no. said person. You didn't even specify. Well, it doesn't Ooh, matter. It doesn't matter. That's you're that up. sick, does it just throw some pudding and see what happens. A little Roman helmet action. Uh, What's a Roman helmet? You put your balls on someone's face. Oh, is that what that is? Oh, it's a teabag. Oh, it's... I feel like that'd be more like a Norse helmet. Because I had the little nose guard. Could be. I I just heard it's when you dangle the balls in front of the eyeballs. (sighs) Roman helmet. Mm. You want to try that one out? I'm trying to think why Don't do it on a 10-year-old. Yeah. It's called the Pink Eye Supreme. It's called... Continue, Tom. Thank you. How's Christian Mingle going, Mike? Uh... Very bad, actually. Girls yeah. like a lot of money. I found out. Yeah, it's terrible. It, well, it was there, my looks got me in my early twenties, but now it's like oh, I want like a family and a house <laughs> and uh, someone with goals. Uh, okay. right. I'm just like, all right. Just keep looking for girls in their early twenties, then. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got it's a few years. You can get away with it. Yeah, for you can get years. away with it for a while. I'm looking for a very <laughs> s- specific. I've dated a lot of psychopaths. This is, this is my, no one wants to hear this shit. <laughs> I actually love it. I think it should be a bonus. <laughs> this is a whole bonus. This episode. is far more gripping than you want to hear about my, my love life. Yeah. Mike's love life. <laughs> actually, bonus no. Okay. I've got some good stories. <laughs> uh, okay, if, if, if it's a story, let's get back into Rubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. we'll continue this later. Don't date a girl that abuses laxatives. <laughs> That'll be the tease. There you go. A little tease yeah. for you. A little tease action. Oh, my goodness. 
Well, technical difficulty. <laughs> uh, where the hell were we? Right. So Rose things Pierre. are very tense Rose. around this time. King Louis, he had fled Paris and, <clears throat> excuse me, and several other flip-floppers started fleeing the city, driving the conspiracy theories of an invasion uh, plotted by disgraced nobles even deeper. So mm-hmm. the tension is not just the things happening in front of people, but it's all being twisted in their heads. The press had a lot to do with that, too. The press is terrible. It's like modern day. Yeah. Uh, Louis was arrested and placed back on the throne in some kind of house arrest. Uh, he really didn't have a lot of power. It was more the, the symbolism behind yeah. what it was like to be a Louis. 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 Louis, Louis. As a lot of finger pointing within the National Assembly, the Jacobin Club had been invaded by the National Guard, and this once big political movement was broken up into little factions. This is where things get extra hairy now. Robespierre became a avid believer in the original principles laid out in the declarations of the rights of man and of the citizen. And he became even more vocal about the free speech thing. And he started practicing that daily speeches. Now he's on the road all the time, Mm. going all over Paris, giving speeches. Uh, His little group, little tiny faction had about 30 members. Most of them were Jacobins and the rest of the Jacobins had gone into hiding. So, I mean, free speech, you can you still be an asshole and say things, and then you got to deal with the consequences. Shut up, you liberal. <laughs> uh, he took a no-compromise stance, which I, I, can, I can commend that. Uh, some people cheered him on, and other people started to fear him because he started saying some things that were a little extreme. Uh-oh. Like what? See? Um, He'd be like, my pee-pee is so big, I fuck your wife. And the guy's like, oh, I will duel you. This is a Russian. Yeah, I will duel you. All right. Well, that would be scary. Yeah. Imagine a fucking guy slav squatting being like, I'm going to duel you. That's terrible. Yeah. You can just push him over. No, 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 no. So the assembly had plans in closing uh, as the constitutional monarchy was set into motion. So they had come up with an agreement and the assembly was like, all right, we're going to call it for a bit. I don't think there was any formal plans to come back in and redo anything. It was just like, this is what's happening. The king agreed to pretty much whatever they put on the table. It was a formality. Whatever you do, I agree to it because I don't want to get killed. And uh, the tension actually eased up for a little while. The assembly dissolved in September, and Robespierre was somewhat of a hero for being so committed to his cause. Now that everything was easy, the theory that he was spouting was easier to digest. Mm, okay. Uh, He's moving the Overton window. Right. We're dealing with like a short two-month period where everything seemed like it was going <clears> to <throat> get better. Mm-hmm. So the first and second estates hate what's happening to their country. All the perks are being removed. Uh, the country was also upset about a pending war with Prussia and Austria. The Austrian Empire was pals with old Louis and was ready to wage war if he was harmed at all. So And uh, Marie Antoinette was the daughter of the daughter or the niece of the Austrian emperor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like they all, the French people hated her cause they're like, she's an Austrian spy. And so then this, that's part that war was partly to rescue Marie Antoinette. The threat, that threat of war. Right. Like, they're going to come steal their princess back. Were they Austrian Habsburgs? Yes. Ha. Oh, so she had a fucking gullet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did she really? <laughs> well, no, I think she was regarded as beautiful. 
but uh, beautiful is, in Habsburgian it? sense. What does that mean? Lisa Antoinette. She looked like Jar Jar Binks. That's why I said beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful, like Jar Jar Binks. That's hot. That's right. That's dummy thick. France would be Yo, Shrek's wife. Hashtag hot. No one has ever described Kirsten Dunst's dummy thick. She's. It's kind of textbook dummy thick in a lot of ways. <laughs> Think about Historical it. Historical thick. Spider-Man about, uh, thick. Spider-Man thick. Spidey Meli- thick. Melissa McCarthy, hashtag thick. Spider-Man 3, <laughs> hashtag large. Very large. <laughs> now, France would be caught with their pants down if Uh-oh. Austria invaded from the east since the entire National Guard was on duty in Paris because of the assembly. Uh, side note. I was. This was like the last paragraph I wrote last night when completing the script and I had one of those moments where I couldn't piece together how to write pants and I kept <laughs> writing is. P-A-N-C-E and I just got <laughs> pants. pants like, why does this look wrong I'm gonna pants on you real pants. quick because that's French I, I, I wrote it three times I was like I swear to god that's not how it's written Pense. I'm like two pounds yeah so if you want to name your fromage. first son pants feel free I'm thinking about it <laughs> the legend of bagger pants pants de Leon. I was gonna call him jorts This is my son, Pants, and this is his sister, Jorts. Jorts? (laughs) My cousin, Denim. It's the Jorts has seen a papa. (laughs) Robespierre had gone back home to Arras for a little vacation and even considered stepping down as member of the estate assembly. But when he heard the news of Austria and the Prussia tension, he packed his shitty bags and went back to Paris. Now, I say shitty bags because he had no fashion sense at all. In a fashion capital of the in world. In France? Well, I, say, I thought he'd be rather dripped out. No, he pretty much had to wear that wig in all the portraits you see of him because that was the uniform. But he was a dirty, dirty man. No yeah, swag. he wasn't the meme boy. The one that's like, ooh. Yeah, I forget that guy's name. But... I forgot his name, but that guy's got oh, swag. For those of you at home, Travis is pointing two fingers and looking like he's going to double rink. finger gun, yeah. double finger gun wink, but also holding a cane. Yeah, yeah. And, Travis and is about describing a meme right now. Yeah, he's describing a meme which uh, I believe Mike, uh, you, you hate that. It's more taboo. Than yeah, <laughs> it's taboo, Travis. <laughs> taboo. Unless there's an image to pack it up, you can never describe a meme. Mike, you know what I'd say? Taboo. You don't even know what that is. As Yahoo, but taboo. Oh, what? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm old. I'm, I'm getting old now. Well, don't know, brag about that, dude. Those up. Yeah, that's why women want to Mike to buy a house for him before yeah. they want a date. <laughs> True. Yeah. Hey, before I put out, uh, can you buy me a house? Uh, At least a condo. Yeah, sure. Here's my uh, children. At least co-sign at least co-sign on an apartment for me. They're all ten. Mike, you just gotta be careful at this age. You gotta blow through all your condoms before you put them on. <sighs> Make sure they turn to a balloon. Yeah. I usually poke holes in mine. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're looking out for. Oh, danger element. I'm like, all right, I guess I'm kind of doing the right thing. Well, I, I have news bet. for you. Did you know that Crocs started making condoms? Oh. Well, I'm not having sex ever again. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Celibate. Here to here. Except for with those prostitutes you chop up on Gilgo Beach. We realize we're on a podcast. He, he gives <laughs> sex with them after their death. Yeah, after, right? Yeah. They're not no, getting pregnant then. No STDs die with them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're incriminating my cousin, uh, my cousin. I like the details. I like I like the sand dunes. <laughs> you like digging in them? I like digging. going there at night digging sand dunes. Getting those deer ticks in the fucking tall grass. Yeah, I got cleanse my blood. <laughs> <laughs> you got a little Lyme disease in you. A little Lyme cleanse. 
Oh, oh, human God. margarita. You got uh, some limes. I'm gonna get bit yeah. by a tick later, like this week or something. <laughs> yeah, you're never gonna be able to eat meat again. I'm gonna have like one side of my face all slopped, grouped out. <laughs> oh, That's well, fucked. Knock on knock wood. I, I don't even care if you had money. Uh, if you have a face like that, no, I can't do it. All right, Tom, tell us more about this <laughs> this rope shooting boy, man. 1791, back in Paris, he met up with the Reformed Jacobin Club, where he was welcomed with warm-ass Jacobin, possibly uh, soaked in poop arms. Oh. Oh. Now, many things did not go according to plan when he had left, and the citizens still hated Louis XVI. The new assembly legislation had to deal with the floods of rich folks and military captains that were leaving France and made a law stating that anyone from the second estate that did not return before 1792 would be marked a criminal. So this, is, this is a contentious point. That's hard to prove. Well, you got to, like, where were you? You just have guys at the border going, hey, where you been? So I was taking a little, I left like last you, week. Oh. Say some, you can make up, you could lie back then like, I guess I didn't think about it back then. They were so honest. Yeah, God was watching, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this was also like, with Marquis de Sade, he fucked off for a little bit. Yeah. And he and they they were like uh, you know like, like all these nobles were just like I'm gonna go to my fucking villa in in Italy do some holy you shit know or do some uh, fucking bang boys because yeah. mm-hmm. I'm French like you said yeah you ever heard of a bon me sandwich let's continue <laughs> so French people are nuts right and many of them want to go to war even when their military leadership is in shambles and so much is happening internally they love a war. Believe it or not. This is like the raddest part of the revolution. (laughs) So Robespierre then went on a speaking campaign against the potential war with Austria. He wanted people to focus their own shit. He wanted, like, you have shit, focus on it. Okay, boys? Stop with this foreign, uh, like, Austria, who cares about them? Marie Antoinette, who cares? Think about how cool it is to be French. Yeah. Get these people in line. Get him behaving. Think about the French arts. He talked about that a lot. Make that happen. Prepare the military, but for defense only. Okay? This is sad, but I think of Coldplay whenever I think of fucking this shit. That song, you think of what? France? I think of Viva, that I... song, Viva La Vida. The, the album cover, I think, is the French Revolution on it. Wait, are you, <laughs> getting, that, are you getting that confused with Living La Vida Loca? No, I mean, I'm being uh, dead serious. That's Pancho okay. Villas. <laughs> no, you know what I always think of when I study the French Revolution. That's that song is playing in my head. Dun 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 dun. dun. Uh, keep going. Keep yeah, going. Keep going. Keep I'm describing a song right now. Like, like Travis was describing a meme before. It's not translating well. I just, I just imagine Mike. I imagine Mike flying into Paris and he puts his headphones on. He puts I used to rule He's walking the down world. like uh, you know the the Arc de Triomphe. Oh, that's God. nice. This is a history show. God damn it. Chris Martin's alive. Save Coldplay for Heavy Hole when you guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's the cold heavy. Right. Now, all the stuff I mentioned that seemed like good ideas that we're talking about. Robespierre, a lot of good ideas here. Keeping it at home. There's a lot of turmoil. Uh, no support. This is when his people liked him the least. Oh. In February of 1792, he was elected public prosecutor in Paris. In April... War was declared against Austria, and his public image stooped even more. Even though the common, um, the, the the common folk thought that his whole uh, anti-war rhetoric was just not patriotic enough, and it's like, well, you know, like you're you're, uh, you're killing your own French people. 
Like, yeah. The entire what? army leadership just quit, and the French people responded by saying, "Like, well, fuck you, we're gonna go to war now." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is <laughs> rad as hell. Honestly, yeah. like reading this, I mentioned before, I don't know a shit ton about this time period in France, but the people remind me of the movie Idiocracy. They're all fucking retarded, like all the time. <laughs> yeah. The worst, like the common perception of what's going on is so misguided. I have no idea. It's like the- mob mentality running a government. Yeah, <laughs> they're just so dumb. Well, and they change their tune like every like day to day. Like one weekend it could be like let's hang this guy, and then the next week well, there's ally. You got to think of their source of information, Tom. It's very slow, right? Isn't it? They're they're slow. No, I mean, uh, like, all right, I'm not, I'm not, I know I'm an Anglophile, um, but well, I don't know too much about the revolution. But racist, oh. yeah, but <laughs> I do no imperialist. But I, yeah, Jews. but but I do know some stuff about the Napoleonic Wars. And the French army were just a bunch of rapers, rapers and hoarders. Rapers, like they would just fucking come in, loot, fucking rape. Like uh, throughout Spain, they fucked everything up. Like Spain had like militia groups that were just fighting against the French because all the French did was rape them. Oh my god! Not to say that the fucking like English didn't, but the French were very driven. You're you're saying driven, very Very, driven, very driven. Right? They go hand in hand. Unlike the English people who, after raping you, will make you a cup of tea. Yeah, you know. A fancy a shag, you'll make a tea. It's kind of hard to fuck right. someone when you have to wear a neck collar. A Jacqueline coat. coat. Yes, well, here. Remember, I was, turn, turn, in, turn in the uh, public focus from one way or another. Uh, as soon as the war starts, everyone, all the common people go, why did we do this? <laughs> this yeah. is a terrible Stupid idea. <laughs> <laughs> We're dying. They're getting destroyed. In this, like, theatrical war, this is like, this is really just a show of pageantry there is no real war happening here connor mentioned before marie antoinette they're going to save her that's it like this war is garbage um but this the french are still losing terribly like no one had to die at all and they're just dying so they go oh my god why are we gonna won now oh bien. i'm surprised humans made it this far honestly it's crazy it's, it's yeah. pretty amazing yeah and, and during this whole time you have the killing of noblemen on the street, which Robespierre did not condone, but he also kind of shrugged off. He was just like, well, they're, they're mad. It's not you know, you, you know, man. Hey, wheat price is a little high. You know, that's your fault. Less competition. I, I think yeah. he's looking at it like. Robespierre saw how these revolutionary ideas were not taking hold the way he thought. And um, he was upset with how dumb those French citizens were. And then he become he, he begins to question his own belief system. Remember, I said he was into the Roman Republic mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I don't think these people are smart enough to have that. Oh, so this yo, is this uh, a guy named Gaius? No, it's fucking Pierre, dog. He don't even know. We gotta save the people <laughs> from the people. He don't even know, dude. Is this dude named Luciano or whatever the fuck is name? No, that's an Italian name. Yeah, this is a fucking. This is fucking uh, Pierre too. Super Pierre. <laughs> What's another French ass? These people are idiots. Augustine, I, I like that. Name. Yeah, Augustin. Augustin. Right. A new conspiracy begins to run wild about the king's complicit role in the demise of his own people during the war with Austria. A bunch of districts in Paris got together to create a revolutionary army called the Commune of Paris. Uh, Robespierre was like, common people doing shit? Hell yeah, dog. So he joins the forces with the Commune. Fire. The commune is hyper-violent. Just oh. anyone who runs across them that has uh, a nice thing, they're dead. <laughs> yeah. 
So it's basically shoes, belts, and scarves. Yeah, if you have one of those things, fuck you're dead. dead. So fuck. give me that bread. Yeah, a belt buckle. You're not wearing suspenders. Is that an Hermes? Yeah, is that an Hermes scarf dog? Get it. Right. Get and, it. And get because it. those get people it. were so ready to do that, Robespierre's like, I'm going to organize this bloodthirst. I'm going to make the rape make sense. Ah. Does that make sense? You got not, not to us. I think in Texas but, it would. Yeah. He's like, let me put this in a spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so there's the shame of uh, a sham of a war. Shame, sham. Not reading well. Shim sham. Of a war. Shim uh, there's a sham of a war happening with Austria and potentially Prussia. They start coming in, but no one's really paying attention. Prussia at the point. Prussia's small. And uh, people figured out that the king was using the warfare to suppress the revolting of the Parisians. Oh. Enthusiasm for foreign conflict conflict had completely dwindled down within the months of the war's outbreak. So you had all this crazy shit where people are going, "We need to fight. We need to fight." As soon as the fighting happens, up oh, Robespierre was right. So he's basically a Rage Against the Machine. Uh, bulls on <laughs> something. Bulls on the, that song's not the very good. No, it's not very good either. Come with it now. So there were many factions of the revolution, and many of them were working for different causes, and perhaps even being divided by the first and second estate via the propaganda and other nasty techniques. Mm. The previously mentioned Marquis de Lafayette, leader of the National Guard and once ally of Robespierre, had led somewhat of a theatrical coup that took over um, uh, uh, Louis' whole situation, but it was all like a joke, really. It was, a farce? Well, it wasn't. It was very symbolic. It was peaceful. It was a coup. Like, a coup's not supposed to be peaceful. Right. Yeah. Louis's like, oh, my God, you are taking over. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Let me Fucking go back to hunting. Please let me go back to hunting. Right. Yeah. It, it was conspiracy theories unlocked. Can We're I getting please? Into that. I mean, there's a lot to be had when it comes to conspiracy oh theories here, Mike. Is this a 9-11? Can I please take a doggy bag with me? Yes. So now. Yeah, there were people that took doggy bags from 9-11 when they were running on the stairs. <laughs> I'm grabbing this brick for my kids. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be worse on Monday. Can I get yeah. this pack to go? Can I get it to go? The fucking floor below me is on fire. I'm going to take this uh, asbestos with me. Yeah, asbestos. As fast as I can. Yeah, as fast as I can. Holy shit, never come to New York again. <laughs> Get out of imagine, me stealing imagine them away. The, imagine the fucking Korean that was in Paris when all the shit was going down. The one Korean? Yeah. <laughs> um, that know. one guy. That yeah. one Korean? He's like, ah, oh, fuck Paris. I'm never coming back oh, here yeah, again, This place dude. is terrible. Yeah. I'm going to write a book about this. <laughs> Going back to North Korea, fuck this place. Yeah, he's going to start yeah. K-pop. <laughs> right. So um, during his um, Marquis de Lafayette's coup, he said some very inflammatory statements about our fellow Robespierre. So now they were enemies. Once mm. once they were uh, good pals and no longer. You said something mean about me. Talking shit, bro. I'm going to kick your freaking ass. August 15th, 1792, Robespierre proposed the need for a revolutionary tribunal with representatives elected from all over France. The needs of the people were not being met, and he wanted to change that. Fortunately for Robespierre, most of the people who opposed his ideas had no militia to stand in his way. Mm. So they were all fighting a pretend war in the name of patriotism or already getting slaughtered by the National Guard years before. Look at that. Robespierre had the biggest army in France by accident. Whoops. Whoops. Failing upwards. <laughs> Whoopsies. Oops. 
I'll take it. Wait, I got you guys? <laughs> right. So the commune is very violent, as I mentioned. They had killed 600 Swiss, Swiss guards that were imprisoned. Wait, what happened to our, our freedom boy, Lafayette? Like, was well, he just like, so like Lafayette, like, did he fuck him up? What well, happened? They, I don't think they... Oh, that's a great question. I'm I, just saying, I'm just saying Lafayette has, like, the, the eagle wings of America behind his back. He looked like he had enough spotlight where I didn't want to dive into his story that much. And what I read from Robespierre, there wasn't much of a overlap after that. Oh, uh, okay. It was so more of a denouncing of association. Because I he was he was jailed for a bit, but I, I don't think, know. Yeah, it was I think it was, like, Robespierre. Oh, he was... No, he would be jailed yeah. during this time period. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, we're going to talk about the time period in he which was he like would be jailed. He was, pro-revolution, and then as the revolution got more and more fanatical, he eventually became, like, it moved so far past him that he was viewed as, like, a traditionalist. Right, which uh, is... okay. The whole script we're getting kind at. of turns into that. Okay. It's, like, just, it's wild shit. The story of the yeah. French Revolution just, is it gets more and more radical that the initial radicals are viewed as, like, the moderates by the time that they get executed. Right. I didn't know... I, I just didn't know if he got fucked up when Robespierre had his army right off the bat. Like, no, I, yo. I, I can tell you how he treated people that um, did not agree with him 100%, but when it comes to Marquis de Lafayette, I didn't touch him. All right. Some of those commune members were taken to court by other tribunes and killed for their participation. And some folks want to see the uh, Robespierre tried for his alleged involvement. This never actually happened. So it's so torn at this point where there's like multiple courts of the revolution. Yeah, it sounds pretty fucking chaotic. It's not good. Yeah. It's basically Afghanistan. Very messy. Well, I mean, it makes Afghanistan look like a Barbie doll. That's true. Yeah, because even them, they, they have the rules there. Yeah. Everyone agrees Man. on the rules. We don't like women. They have one set of rules. Yeah. Uh, battery acid goes on your face if we see it. Yeah, pretty much. They like Drake, though, over there. They are. They love Drake. They love Drizzy. Really? Is that oh, a thing? Yeah. <laughs> There's like so many videos I'm dancing uh, Let me get the hotline bling. <laughs> there are videos of them like they're all holding like AK-47s in the Afghanistan presidential palace. And they're just like bumping Drake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like God's plan is like, yeah. playing in the background. <laughs> I wonder it's how wild. Drake feels about that. It's probably like. Plays or do plays. Yeah, do <laughs> thing, numbers. Drake's like, that's cool. I like Spotifyer. Um, <laughs> look, I mean, I've never seen a whole nation of closeted homosexuals. Um, <laughs> like I have with Afghanistan. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Hey, the pleasure, they say the pleasure system's in your ass, right? Yeah, if I was that gay, I wouldn't want to see women either. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, virgin boys for the warlords. <laughs> 99, baby. 99, I heard he got. Turn those into mean men. The revolutionary uprising across France started to take off. More violence, more curse words, more fruit throwing. Even the progressive folks who wanted to see the Soros bricks flying through windows started saying, okay, it's a bit much. Uh, too okay. much. You've gone too far. September 1792, the national convention elections take place. Robespierre managed to exclude any votes from the first and second uh, estate members and removed any chance of their candidacy. What yes. happened to everyone, every man that owns land? They're fucking being pushed around right now. Saying, but this is, they're, they're still living in their own fantasy world because mm -hmm. a lot of things are being upheld. They're still paying people to protect them. Yada yada yada. Mm. Who cares? It's France. He also became the first deputy of the national convention, as his popularity was soaring at this moment. We'll see where that goes. Um, for some reason, there was some kind of French victory in their war against Austria, and even though his anti-war view had swung. Um, from a not very popular opinion to an extremely popular one, 
Uh, within that same amount of time, it swung back to not popular opinion because they were winning. God damn it. Yeah. Can't win ever. He managed- France, France hates winning. Oh, That's the difference winning. between us and them. Losers are cool people. Yeah. Is that, what, is that what you put on your Tinder? Yeah. Like, I don't oh, know. I'm a loser. Like on his shoes. Yeah. Yeah. I am a loser. I am cool. <laughs> yeah. Come suck a nut out of my dick. Please marry me. <laughs> R- princess. Or prince. You can fucking... You can take me for half of what I'm worth. Shit. It's a, it's a day's wage. You know Probably. who is French? Merlin. And he looks like a cock with that hat on. What the fuck is Merlin? What? What? You don't know Merlin? I don't know who Merlin is, dude. Come on, Mike. Am I, am I blowing this? I'm a little stoned. Yeah. That's <laughs> ah, right. Hold on. Just this is part time. of the script. Keep getting stoned. You'll see Merlin. <laughs> Merlin twist? Yeah, he's Merlin a rapper. Haggard. He's Mer- little Merlin. Merlin Haggard. Let's continue. <laughs> you guys are putting words in my mouth. I've never said anything about your mouth. Continue. He managed to give a good speech one day that got the public to leave him alone for a while, even though they were up his ass about, like, ah, we can do it. And he was like, I... So what I was saying. December 1792, the assembly put Louis on trial for treason. And the once anti-capital punishment Robespierre called the trial unnecessary and called for the death penalty immediately. So he had also made his own swing of opinion. Oh, mm. very so, drastic. Tom, I have a little question here. Uh, when, do you know when the guillotine was invented? Was it something that was just like laying around in storage and they just like dragged it out? They're like, uh, Connor, can you fact check this? Yeah, man? I, 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 I'm, I'm just I'm pretty sure it was invented um, right before this period. 1500s, I'm calling it. Put no. money on Well, I'm just saying it was so convenient, it's so iconic with the French Revolution. It's kind of weird. It's like, where does this thing come from? It just comes up to chop king's heads off. Was it for fruit? No. No. No, that's what uh, people on YouTube use it for. Oh, um, like chopping watermelon. I <laughs> do know. I remember hearing that the guy who invented it was he was killed by it, right? He yeah, was the blinky boy. I think you're right. I think the guy who invented it was killed by guillotine. That, yeah, that's ironic. I mean, imagine you're gonna build this. Room I, kill I was gonna make. Yeah. I was gonna. I was gonna make two. Uh, one of two machines. One was the guillotine where the blade cuts off the head very quickly, and the other one ass rapes you to death. I'm really <laughs> glad I went with the head one. <laughs> Do you think it was made by one of those the two guys that had that show, the bald dude and the ginger guy? Or Mythbusters? Uh, yeah, do you think it was made by that guy's like their relatives? Their old ancestors? Yeah. Maybe. It was invented by a French surgeon and physiologist with help from a German engineer, Antoine Louis and Tobias Schmidt. What year? Uh fifteen No, seventeen hundreds. Fuck yeah. me. Yeah. Because the, the whole the whole idea was an enlightenment idea of let's make execution less painful. Okay, uh, they weren't into the BDSM. No, they're like let's yeah. make, it, make it nice and quick. It was weird because yeah, they they try to do this thing that consider it more humane, therefore we can do it more often. Yeah, yeah. fire. I'm, it I makes need... killing people easier, and it's better for the person dying. It's no probably TV. more fun too. I mean, like, I mean, they probably weren't lopping off heads with swords for a while now. They're probably just shooting people. Everyone wants yeah. to see a head get held up. Clean cut, yeah. too. Yeah, that is weird to think of, actually. They, the guns were around for a while before oh, yeah. the guillotine was around. You would think the other way around if you were uh, a brain person. No, but the executions were always a spectacle, and guns yeah. weren't yeah, a spectacle. Like a so yeah. it was like it was hanging, hanging. beheadings with an axe, because yeah. it was better Whoa. than a sword. It was better for chopping. 
And then they were like, more well, weight because even if you fucked up, it would well, go through. Yeah. Well, they also had special big ass like like cloud type swords that mm -hmm. they'd make. It was like special swords that you couldn't fight with because they were so fucking heavy, and it was right. just to cut people's heads off. Right, and I know that before this, the execution method in France was hanging. So I guess they shifted from the sword to the hanging and then guillotine. I'd be a little pissed off if they switched to guillotine because at least with the hanging, you get to see a boner. Because everyone that gets hanged yeah. has a boner. That's right, true. Even the women. Yeah. Even the women. Yeah, the click is yeah. hard. <laughs> it's horrible. It's hot. Yeah, it's like one of those little mini bananas you see in the grocery store every <laughs> few months. You go, what are those? They're kind of cute. Well, I guess your yeah. life's flashing before your eyes and you're getting hanged. You're like, oh, I'm going to go to the good memories of having sex. Yeah, but when you're in France and you're in the third estate, there is no life to fresh. It's just like looking at dirt. I thought I was looking at peach ring assholes and what like you were saying before. That's the internet life. <laughs> oh. If you were to get killed, you'd be looking at those peach ring assholes. They're looking at wood cuts of all you, and, the, and the blank <laughs> yeah. stare of all your victims that you're burying in the sand. Yeah, no. First, Go -Go Beach. first estate is living like... It, I don't know it, what he's it, talking about. No, first estate is like if you had a life like if there's a second life version of Pornhub where like everything you could imagine on Pornhub is just right in front of you that's like sorry second estate second estate's like second that second estate is like that like yeah. Tinder well the clergymen also were like that well too. they were just little boys they skipped <laughs> they were just like we're skipping all the fucking uh, the ramp up we're just landing here and mm -hmm. yeah. we're gonna be the worst people on the face of the planet and tell everyone else they're being the worst let's do yeah. it right so back to Robespierre to quote him the reasoning is Louis must die because the homeland must live. So that's kind of how he lived the rest of his life moving forward. Now that the big honcho's done, the rest the of us can survive. Live. Yeah. Right. Um, Sounds like any place that sells kombucha. Mm -hmm. The trial raged on for a month, and in uh, January 16th through 20th of 1793, the assembly voted on the death penalty and just do it. January 21st, 1793, Louis was executed on the guillotine. The country was not looking too hot after that. Incoming Prussians and the economic turmoil, it's not good. So, Tom, we're also we're going to enter, what is it called, the Reign of Terror now? The Reign of Terror. We're wow. about to yeah. enter the we're about to, Heads will roll. That's right. People were like, oh, shit, that was cool when our king fucking lost his head. Let's do that to right. everyone. Let's do it. So Robespierre, after he had made this proclamation of, we got to kill this asshole so the country can thrive, they kill the asshole, and the result is not exactly what he saw. He saw these common people that were still worried about the price of fucking bread and soap and shit. And he's just like, why are you worried about that? We had the big part figured out. We got rid of the big guy. We solved the problem. Right, exactly. Yeah. But keep in mind, he's got a lot of money. So he's like his set of problems are a little different than the common man, yeah, even yeah. though he claims to be the champion of the common man. So... But. England and Spain also popped their ugly heads into the mix with threats to intervene. The newspaper had all kinds of different opinions, which they were printing, and the once free speech fanboy Robespierre quickly changed that opinion uh, when he started claiming that these newspapers were saying all these anti-patriotic things. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, it's pretty quick, you know, one life event and all of a sudden you hate free speech and you yeah. like uh, other things. Like healthcare. Uh, by April 1793, Robespierre firmly believed that any cause or person who saw uh, he saw as a threat to the state should get the guillotine. Ooh. He had made a hardcore switch. Uh oh. Uh, he thought that 
Flipping and flopping. If there are wars on the borders and in the other countries that the French citizens must be able to kill the enemies within the state as well. So the wars outside, he was like, well, there's a war here too. So mm. God damn it, I'm going to kill some of my Frenchmen. Bring the war home. See, Connor, Paranoia. I liked what you said before, that one guy that like got half of his head chopped off. So you could just like do just the tip so they could still walk around, but they're like brain dead. Yeah. Like just like, like a lobotomy. tiny top, yeah. yeah. You know, just a tiny top. Oh, Take it off. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's in style. Yeah. France is now in full-on civil war. Two definitions of patriotism collided with the royal sympathies, uh, sympathies now under the impression that the revolutionaries were being funded by the Austrians. The Committee of Public Safety was formed as the provisional government in France, of which Robespierre was the leader. He basically had full control. Maybe the most ironic name for a committee of all time. Yeah, the Committee of Public Safety. What do you guys do? Oh, we're the Committee of Public Safety. We guillotine everyone that disagrees with us. <laughs> I mean, I feel like public safety still does that, but it's with possums. <laughs> <laughs> Get them out of here. Get them out of these. <laughs> we're public safety. All we do is kill vermin. <laughs> yeah. Mike, get out of the park. Stop yeah, skating. What are you doing in the park, young boy? It is 830. You're making noise pollution. I'm trying to be quiet over here. There are old people dying over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've had some public Go be safety loud near them. Oh, my God. Those yeah, you as being a what I would call an illegal skateboarder child, <laughs> um, you have seen a lot of dirty public officials who have basically no power but pretend they do. Yeah. What do you say to them? Uh, well, sometimes they're right. I guess you aren't really supposed to be skating on public property. Were, <laughs> Fall in line, <laughs> so the third upsetting. estate. Well, like, so upsetting. Yeah, I mean, third you, estate. So you, what you're saying, what you're saying very clear, clearly to us right now, is that if these guys weren't around enforcing those laws, you wouldn't have killed all those prostitutes. Uh, I don't want to disclose any information on this podcast. Fair so enough. Incriminate me in a court of law. Mike, okay. how those, how's that how's Lyme disease doing with those ticks and tall grass? Sex has been hard. Okay. Yeah, okay, cool. Now, there was uh, this Very is hard, the time period. This is a time period, as Connor and uh, Travis had mentioned, the reign of terror, 1793 to 1794. Terror this slow. is where Robespierre really flowers into the full form. It's a very short period of time, but my God, he was busy. Mm -hmm. Robespierre placed loads of people under arrest, even once. Uh, national revolutionaries, the uh, Girondin, which I Girondins. Thank you. I mm -hmm. didn't say it once out loud Girondins. while doing the research. <laughs> Come on, Tom. Also, Marquis Marquis de Sade. Oh, that, was that him? At he, the yeah, he threw Marquis de Sade into jail, and uh, Marquis de Sade would outlive our boy. Wink. 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 A little foreshadowing. So I'm sorry, Travis. Connor, say it one more time. It's Girondin. 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 Right. There's like other letters in here. That's what I hate about French. Oh, yeah, it's they just hate like phonetics. Pronounce like six of the twenty letters in a word, and you're probably pretty close to the actual pronunciation. Yeah, there's some X's in there for yeah. like. I feel like it's like they're cooking. They just got to throw in a little vowel, spice here. Vowel right. heavy and just leave out a lot of the word. Right. So uh, basically, the Girondin were these people who were the ja part of the Jacobin Club that. Robespierre very could have well been part of their political ideas were not that far off if you look on paper what's happening but Robespierre was so paranoid that he mm. saw these people he jailed them and murdered them all he was like you you guys are bad for me <laughs> but things is not, not you know not a bad idea yeah you know too much <laughs> about me dog yeah thank so, you uh, power 
Civil wars waging while enemies were looking to invade from all sides. America, the beautiful country, uh, did a very (laughs) limp-wristed attempt at trying to send aid once to France. We're so (laughs) far Big surprise, Britain was like, uh, not you guys. And they were like, well, sorry, sorry. We'll, we'll go uh, invent cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's see, we got, we got a little more to go here. I hope you guys don't mind. It's a little longer than expected. The Committee of Public Safety. <laughs> yeah, that, that name. Uh, yeah, it's great. Um, they're just did. chopping heads, dude. They're chopping right. off the king's head, you know mm. what I'm saying? Right. Ooh. So it's led by Robespierre, as I mentioned, and he was detaining anyone that he saw as a threat. Uh, it turned into a very black and white thing. Either you were a Republican or you, you were a royalist. Robespierre was fighting two wars at the same time. Luckily for him, he had control of all the institutions, except for the local police. He had... Needed to rebuild most of these institutions. So he had to build new school systems. He, he was big on the education thing. He doing was, it for the kids. Remember like I was Bernie saying, Mac. Yeah, he was doing it for the kids. You remember how I said that like um, he was kind of turned off to the idea of his republic because of how stupid these people were? Yeah. Like the Roman Republic so idea, he saw that the whole thing. the root. Make them smart, then exactly. they can have he a republic. Was, precisely. The idea is right. The people are wrong. So we need to fix the school system. So the school system, the way that worked is that they were all run by Catholics and that shit was taken down. So all the teachers had fled. So he had to replace all the teachers. They had to replace the Catholics with the Scholastic Book Club. Yeah. Because that's how you make money and learn about yeah. money. Look, it's it's a difficult thing. Like, look, all the priests flee. So the boys are happy. Okay, they can breathe. Yeah. How are the kids going to learn Captain Underpants without Scholastics? Well, that's a great question. Huh? But either, well, listen, Captain Underpants was the name of one of the priests at these schools. <laughs> <laughs> Very different meaning. <laughs> so when they left, the little boys were like, yeah, fine, we can get them. Thank quick. God Captain Underpants was gone. <laughs> yeah. So... Capitan on the path. <laughs> he kind of sets himself up for failure because he's trying to teach these kids, and the only smart people there are the Catholics because they were the ones who held down the education. So it's uphill battle from here. Now, Robespierre, he starts a new tribunal that had sentenced over 200 nobles to death before the actual trials begin. So that's not a bad start. Yeah. Like, oh, he did it. Head start. Uh, his once kind outlook on refugees and plan- transplants in Paris took a weird paranoid change where Close he said borders. get them all out yeah anyone who stay here lock them up get them don't come no one's don't, coming here. don't come no more it's just coming. like Japan yeah. no more coming no more coming <laughs> no, no more no 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 put that dick away yeah blue balls only baby let's go <laughs> let's go Mike blue balls now, he believed that if the common folks had voiced opinions different than his own, then it was because they were corrupted. <laughs> Not because he didn't necessarily represent them anymore. It was just them. You know, it's like, I, I know what's best. Yeah. He sounds a little crazy, Tom. It's funny because if you read the next line, it says here, look at that. It says, this guy sounds a little crazy. <laughs> um, Ooh, to me. Wow. Extra wow. crazy. Is it? Yeah, he's crazy. Because hey. he have syphilis. Whoa, is that the next line? Great insight. 
that that is not but travis and i we got a drink at a bar earlier and as as stupid as we sound on this fucking show we actually talk about history at a bar yeah and we sat there and we pondered we said well this guy had quite a bit of sex all the time he was having a lot of sex yeah prior to this banging whores left and right yeah, probably a little dick. syphilis do you think that um, he probably put his ho- the whores in the guillotine like just as like a thrill like their heads maybe, in there don't yeah. worry baby don't worry i took the blade don't worry. Out. i took the blade <laughs> don't worry about it the yeah. blade's just a watermelon rind the blade- <laughs> see this you see this right here i control this shit it's crazy. yeah it's right? Crazy, right it's kind of cool mm. see that uh may 7th 1794 during a meeting of the national convention he announced that he was starting a cult Called the cult of the supreme being. Fire emoji. <laughs> I, I love when he, he just comes out and it's like, I'm starting a cult. Like, yeah. honest, I like that. I'm an honest leader. Now, well, I think the. I'm sorry. Go no, what go ahead. Go ahead. No, I think the, the definition of cult was a little more lax back then. Like, it church. Was, was, was so cool, like Kool Aid. So, so this is kind of interesting because the supreme being, like. It was a hype. Th- there was like a movement. At the time, even in America as well. I mean, we're in the, the 1790s. Like Thomas Jefferson and even Sam Adams, they didn't necessarily believe in God. Yeah. They just believed in like, they the were they're agnostic. They were just kind of believed that there was a higher power. This is exactly so, what's happening. So, yeah, yeah he's yeah. kind of falling in line with Freemasonry. They call it what, like Unitarianists now. Oh. Uh, um, yeah. so, so, yeah, there's like this. It was a reaction to, like, all the atheism. You see, they had... The Catholic Church was out. Right. And there was so many revolutionaries going... I'm sorry. Fuck God. Yeah, what's the idea? What are you saying? You think maybe a little, a little bit of Illuminati, like the secret kind of cult thing? I mean, this is all kind of weird. I guess, I guess he's open about it. He said he was open. So I mean, the, totally a secret. Yeah. the Illuminati was big into the supreme being and not necessarily, it's like, It's more God. like the Illuminati, like, grew out of these yeah. sects than he's right. starting Illuminati. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and since the way the... The Catholic Church was booted, right? And then there were the, all these people who had made another cult called the Cult of Reason, which denied any existence of God. And that was never really what he was shooting for. So he was like, you're all idiots. I'm going to do my own cult. It's going to be the Cult of the Supreme Being. It's very similar to the Cult of Reason. But we acknowledge that there was a God who dropped us off here. And now we have to do our own thing. It's stupid. I kind of like just, that. It's though, just like man. an extra step. Like I, I, it's, it's an absent like, parent version of God. Yeah, basically, Dad yeah. did love us. Not anymore, though. Yeah, he's yeah. he's over us now. He wants to go so get I, cigarettes. Yeah, I can get my five layer, but I can't fucking deal with the consequences. Right, and uh, not that people were extremely outspoken. I mean, like Catholicism was just thrown out the fucking window. People's beliefs are all over the place. He's now just looking silly. He's looking like a. A silly, silly man. A silly, yes. A silly, silly man who's ready to cut heads off. Yeah. We're all stardust. Let me cut your head off. So the tribunal couldn't take a goddamn day off. Every day there was someone new being tried for conspiracy. Uh, By the spring, there were 6,000 political prisoners in Paris. Now, one close friend I thought I would mention here is this guy named Danton, which is spelled like Dan Ton. Uh, But I'm trying to be... Fair. Savvy. Dang-tong. So Dang-tong. Dang-tong. A once close friend and political ally to Robespierre, whose views now he had found way too sympathetic to royalty, therefore they were treasonous. Uh, seriously, these two could not be any closer up until the year before this. They both Jacobin members. They stood for almost identical causes, stances. They were 100% in line, but I guess a couple things just kind of fell off. 
So this guy who maybe disagreed with his god theory or said that maybe they shouldn't kill every single noble person. Well, get rid of this fucking guy. Yeah, fuck that, dude. Right. And they held court for him. And Robespierre, who they were running court all day, all day, every fucking day. And when he was up, Robespierre went there and attacked his character personally. And it was devastating. Mm. Robespierre is like, should we kill him? Oh, my God. Should we kill him? Is that a sunfish? Should we kill him, Donnie? Oh, oh my God. Is that a sun? <laughs> oh, my God. Is what that- the fuck is that? <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a fucking whale or something. It's like a baby whale. So he gets killed April fifteenth of seventeen ninety four. Laws are passed in Paris stating that there were no foreigners allowed within city limits, and all conspirators would be tried. Conspirators will be tried by the tribunal that Robespierre had handpicked all the members of. All this power, it's not just going to get to your fat French head, but it will make you very tired. So Robespierre gets very tired. fatigued. He gets fatigued. He's overworked. Poor guy. Stealing a lot. Like that, uh, Cutting off a lot of heads. Yeah. yeah. Of, uh, it's a lot of work pulling that fucking lever. Or just well, watching really it. You're just watching it. Yeah, he's just watching it. He's horny as fuck. Like, oh my yeah. fuck. God. Fuck you. This is awesome. Look at that. <gasps> <gasps> Ten seconds left. Oh, God. I wish this was a hanging because I got CPP. <laughs> with all the, uh, <laughs> with all the uh, silencing and arresting and executing, it got him. It got him. He was down. Um... Got him. He, he was upset, too, because all, all this time, he's doing this for the French people. And they hate him now. And they hate him. They're, and people won't shut up about it. He even thought that the fear part would make him uh, uh, make them at least accept what was happening. I'm like, fuck this, dude. No. Yeah. But they were still vocal. They were just like, no. Please. Yeah, now they're like, we like that lollipop man that was all fat and fucking eating cake all the time with his fucking dumbass bitch. Austrian wife, big milkers over yeah, there. Yeah, with them yeah. big milkers, yeah. like that's better than getting our heads cut off, mm-hmm. right? And then the assassination attempts started. One of them, Ooh. I um, I thought was pretty interesting, kind of worth telling. I am, I'm copying this right from Wikipedia. I'm oh, being very honest. Go for right. it. Yeah, I respect. Do it up. On May 23rd, Cecile Renal was arrested for having approached Robespierre. <laughs> Robespierre's residence with two penknives and a change of underwear in her bag. She said that the fresh linen was for her execution. Dressed in a red smock, she was executed together with her parents and 52 others a week later. So 52 all she did, others? 52 other people. Oh, shit. I don't even know this fucker. I'm dying. because, Or is it because of no, her it was, or it's all together? No, no, no. It was probably just like it's execution day. Well, what I'm saying is that Round she just walked out. up gotcha. to the residence and he was paranoid enough that... Confirming or denying whether she was there to kill him or not, she had something that could kill him. She was just kinky. No, was she was. <laughs> no, he was pretending he was the TSA. Yeah. Give me underpants, bitch. <laughs> yeah, give me Take under- I'm for yeah, What you got in that? That's fucked up. Now, after this attempt, Robespierre created a law making fake news punishable by death, an open-ended law that made it hard for pretty much anyone to not get killed. Yeah. Just, Imagine just, today, I won't be dead. Well, we're all dead anyway. Yeah. If I you mean, make a shit post, you're gonna be done. You're gonna be Rose, executed. Russ Mortem is real news, so I believe we have it. Real news. That's real true. News. That's the only thing I listen to is Russ Mortem. Well, that's good. Man. You always learn. As I'm getting smarter every episode, you can yeah. tell. Every episode, yeah, yeah. I see your brain growing. Learn to move the microphone a little bit closer every episode. You're doing real good. This yeah, episode. you're doing I was great. Say something at the end. I liked but... how it's right here in my cock. I mean, like that. <laughs> yeah. you can keep that stand. Yeah. Um, the trials they get a little crazy. Okay, they're doing about thirty people. Per, per Paris district a day arrested. Wow. Uh, 300 tri- trials a day. 
Tom, 300 what, a day. What do they do with their domes after they were lopped off? Do they burn them? That's a good question. I don't know. Connor, you, I mean, I think they impale them on stakes, and then they use it as a, like a little warning device. Definitely. Well, I'm just, I'm just that out yeah, well, you're not. That's like what they usually Maybe. do. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we man. could get killed right now if we, this is back then. You said something fake like that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I mean, feel like that seems very medieval, but I don't. I Are you going to snitch on me? Are you going to tell this fucker? They just threw it in a pile and called it compost. True. Anyway, 40 to 70 people were guillotined every single day in Paris. That's, mis- that's uh, quite the show. It's a lot of blood. Yep. It's a lot of things to watch die. So five months of this shit goes by. Oh. And while he wasn't at every trial and execution, he has certainly set up the system. Mm. <sighs> you know what? Honestly... I had this thought, I, like, if I lived at this time period and I was executed, I probably wouldn't care that much because it seemed terrible anyway. Yeah, yeah right? Starving, probably. Uh, syphilis, maybe. Uh. Yep. Yeah, you're, like, fighting dogs for, like, a spare rib, like a Chinese yeah. spare rib in the street. Fighting right. fake wars and shit. Yeah, and like, maybe you're recruited and you're fighting the Prussians. Now, there was, ye- you know, the years of revolution that had led up to this point, the, the four or five years of this, that in total had seen 400 executions about them. But after he takes over in uh, five months, we see about 2,000. Ooh. So you see, people are probably those a numbers. little alarmed. Yeah. yeah, that's like a whole family just dead, you know, yeah. whatever. I wish, like, America existed, like, as it does today, because we would have been over there in a second. We wouldn't have limp-wristed it. We would have uh, drone struck no, them. No oil there. <laughs> yeah, but they got cheese. Mm. Americans love cheese. We love our cheese. So, yeah, sure. so... Almost well, as important as snails. Oil. You know, snails over there. Yeah. Well, according to history, he wasn't. Uh, people don't consider him a dictator or tyrant because he wasn't in power that long. But really, he was. Yeah, yeah. It's like mini boy, like a little mini dictator. Yeah. 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 A little burp in the history of France. It's I'll say that. Mini I like golf. that. Like that, that might be the subtitle. Burp, burp in, in the history, history of France. Now, he had spent more time in isolation due to illness and perhaps guilt, which did not help his public image at all. They, they thought that he was scheming conspiracies of him uh, taking the empty throne started to circulate. Oh, Ooh, no, no, you didn't think about that. King shooting ropes. Yep. In August 1794, the deputy assembly convention, uh, the deputy of the assembly convention, Louis Locher or Louis Locher, issued a warrant for Robespierre's arrest, along with some of his other cronies, mm. including... Class page, guys. Uh, his brother, Augustine Robespierre. He was thrown into... What did Augustine do? His associate. He was just with him the whole time. Oh, okay. like Barnes and Selena, baby. Because you said he didn't do anything. He's like, this guy was just a shadow boy. He tagged along. Oh, okay. All right, all right. He's jerking off to the he, head's falling. It's like a Tom fucks up. We all die. Nah, I guess it. so. All right, that's well, I'm fair. not the leader of the show. Travis is. Travis, no, you, you introduced the show, so you're the leader. I, you are I, the leader. I was introducing the show from show one because you were shy. But this is your idea, baby. I'm not shy. My anus is wide. So Travis fucks up. We I all think those die. are mutual exclusive things. Uh, I think you can be shy and have a wide anus. Oh, you have that peach ring, Travis. Anyway. <laughs> Do I have a lifesaver? You have a lifesaver. <laughs> oh, thanks, Mike. Anyway, too, it's all good. let the leader talk, <laughs> goddammit. Sorry. So Augustine, he's in jail. So he's in jail. They're thrown to, uh, you asked me before, uh, the Palais du Luxembourg, a prison ah, in Paris. That's that why nice. Connor said, why are you Googling Luxembourg? <laughs> I 
That's what he said. Like that's it. I was like Connor. It's not the country. It's just it was just jail. it was just the Google results page for Luxembourg, yeah. <laughs> and it was just sitting there. I was like, so what? Wait, why did you not even have to click on anything? Yeah. <laughs> Get your question answered. That's no, my home sure. Like whenever hey, I launched, I had Google, two tabs open. Luxembourg. I had two tabs open. I was just making sure I wasn't the crazy one. Robespierre, his brother, and his other cronies managed to escape the prison, probably because the guards let them out. Uh, Only a guillotine, you go. Yeah, well, they weren't tactile men, but they were bureaucrats. You know, they were able to talk to people. Weasel. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, are you from that third estate? You guard there? I'm uh, Robespierre. You might know me. I can fuck your wife. Yeah, like that. exactly. Yeah. You don't let me out of here, I'm going fuck your wife. And the guy was just like, sure. (laughs) All right, see you later, dude. You know how many views I have? Like, this is a guy that goes to the bar. He's like, you know how many views I have on YouTube? <laughs> yeah. Subscribers. Like, yeah, you, you know how many, like, and he just, like, pulls out his bank account. He's like, check this out. And Look like, who I've worked with. I've worked yeah. with Samsung, Sony, and you name it, Apple. You know who Jake Paul is? I worked <laughs> with him. He punched me in the face once. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, check this out. This is how much of bureaucrats these guys are. Instead of running away or making a great escape... He and his goons run to town hall to start a new committee that would overturn the convention arrest warrants. Oh wow. boy! Yep. So That's the com- by paperwork. <laughs> but the convention, the, the forces, they already heard about this. Like he, they escaped prison and just like, well, they went that way. So the convention, <laughs> they get their their burly, hairy French men together and they go chase those guys into the town hall. These fucking bozos. Now, this this is like a Three Stooges bit. Yeah, now. Like, they're just the like whoop, 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 whoop. right. Um, Why would they do that after yeah. escaping prison? Why not hide in your brothel somewhere? I'm sure there's millions. Yeah, of stick with what you yeah, know. They could go have just knocked on anyone's door and yeah. be like, "Don't tell anyone we're here." Yeah, let's go to town hall and do work after leaving prison. <laughs> let's go fill out forms. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, hurry, Augustine. We have to write a document so they don't put <laughs> us back in jail. Do you have your pen? <laughs> do you have your quill? Yeah. yeah like, what the fuck? Right. So the convention, they're they're running their case. They got men chasing them. They chase them into the ho- town hall. Um, as, as the doors are being knocked down, Labas, one of Robespierre's deputies, hands a pistol to Robespierre and says, uh, here, you might need this, and takes his own pistol and shoots himself in the head. <laughs> now, Robespierre either tried to shoot himself or was shot in the middle of signing the document that he had just <laughs> scrolled up, Sick. but either way, he had a big hole in his head that <laughs> oh. went all the way through his jaw, so yeah, he was just like a mess from the oh, nose down. God. But I signed the document! Yeah. Yeah, I may have valid. shot my face off, yeah. but I signed the paper. Yeah, I signed it! Exactly. Save the word document. That's exactly uh, what happened. Like, so, it's all my flesh. Go signs, get it. Uh, I just mentioned how these people have no hands-on experience in reality, so I could see him just shooting his jaw off. Oh, yeah. I can see it, yeah. Right. The brain <laughs> exists like, in the he, back molars! He put the gun like this. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming, God. <laughs> Supreme being. That's how a lot of people. That's how a lot of people that shopped at Hot Topic went. So don't make fun of them. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're alive. God bless. Uh, yeah, so they the, just don't have a jaw. So when the convention's forces, their footmen, they come in, they find him. He looks dead, but that's because he got shot in the face. And it turns out he wasn't dead, but my, a living shell of a human. Ask me how he did it. How this boy kicked the bucket. All right. So as I mentioned, you would think he'd bleed to death after being shot. In the face. Syphilis. Right. Uh, you th- now you think uh, a <laughs> little peener. That's where we always go on the show. Uh, but no, 
He had just enough life in him to be tried and condemned to death by the court. So they put him on trial. They go, Robespierre, you're not nice. And he goes, uh, he tries to signal. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. It's really pathetic. It was a really pathetic death. He signals. He's like, give me a pen and paper so I could defend him, uh, myself. And they, they're like, nah. Nah. We're going to kill Come on. Say it. Say it. Come on, boy. Come yeah. on, Robes. Say Come it. On, say it. So he's aged. He, he's at 30. He's six, 36 at this that's point. That's young. Yeah. Very Damn. Young. Very young. I, that's. Uh. I, his PP might still work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Robespierre was marched through the streets of Paris with a bandage holding his face together. Um, <laughs> he's standing next to the instrument of his demise, and the executioner says to him, There's, there is a supreme being, and rips off the bandage to show his mangled face oh. to the cheering crowd. Hell yeah, that's my boy Ropes. Get it? He was yeah, executed Ropes. by guillotine. <laughs> Along with 21 of his deputies. His last words weren't even last words. They were garbled, haunting, screaming frenzy that echoed through the Paris streets. Oh, Oh, that's beautiful. After his death, most French people agreed that that was the right thing to do. They probably left like that was fucked up. That's right. So there's Robespierre (laughs) for you. If you you think I missed something, it's because the French are complicated people. They really are. It's very... When... Was Napoleon after this guy? Yes. Yeah. So okay. Napoleon, Tom mentioned that big, the victory that like turned the French um, into like pro-war after right. the anti-war. I don't think that one was Napoleon, but Napoleon was an officer during that like initial phase. So he's getting like he's getting a semi while this is happening. He's getting a semi. He escapes the reign of terror by like the skin of his teeth. No, because mm. like he just like barely got away from getting executed. Um, and then, like, right after this period, he just, like, marches on France and is like, all right, I'm yeah. running the show. I know that he also reinstated Catholicism. Yeah. Because okay. they had he was like, done away a- with Catholicism as being a national religion, and he was the guy going, right, you mentioned we need a unified France, not just with the language, we need a religion again. Right. Well, he's a story for another day, but I thought it'd give, give you context, yeah. because... Napoleon- I feel like you just think, of, like, I don't know, like you said, the French Revolution is so confusing. You think of Napoleon oh, yeah. almost instantly and cutting off. He's, a, he's an officer in the army that didn't run away okay. at this time. All righty. He stayed and fought. Well, that ropes, boy. Yeah, man, he's I, a yeah, fascinating character. Supreme yeah, being, I would say. He's a hype beast. Sure is the supreme being. That's and good. It, we should put a supreme on there. Yeah, supreme like logo. Oh, I like that. Game of Bogo. Yeah, a little Bogo. Box get the, logo, boy. Get the sketch of... Uh, where he's got the bandage over his mouth, but then just make it like a supreme bandage. Oh, oh so I like that. Sick. Some merch. It's a hype so new merch yeah. coming to Roast Morning. Well, hype piece. Yeah. So it's a long episode. Um, Travis, so good to have you back. Yeah, yeah dog. Nice to have you in the flesh. I like feeling your aura. I'm going to have a few more uh, where I'm gone, and I'll be back for a few more. Excellent. Yeah. I like to hear that. Great to hear. East Coast chilling. It's great when you guys can just like look at my penis while I'm doing yeah, the show. Yeah, it's great to see you. Usually I'm it's underneath the camera. Glad that you kept it out. This yeah. I did. I flopped yeah. it out. It's very yeah. massive. If you've heard any clinks from that's you, that's from my dick. I got, Prince Albert. Got a hard yeah. penis. Yeah. Metal. Oh, the top. my yeah. tile floor here. Yeah. How much? It's blood not a Prince Albert. It's, it's just crust that's hardened. Mm. Yeah. That's hot. <laughs> wow. All right. Cool. So Connor, thank you again for joining us. We love having you here. Yes. I'll be in here. Pleasure. We made it on time tonight. Kind of weird. <laughs> I guess that last lady that you uh, short circuited his yeah, brain. Last lady you chopped up must have been. A, she must have had soft bones. Uh, no comment. 
Okay. Cool. <laughs> comment from Mike. All right. Yeah. And if you have comments for us, we have a uh, what do we have? We have a Twitter and all that crap. Just more Rose Twitter, Gordon Instagram. Cast. And you got some cool gear that they never want to fucking give me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're gonna have to buy it like everyone else. Yeah, Rosewormcast uh, dot com. You guys right. give Connor a hat? Yeah, you probably gave Connor a hat and gave me a hat. I oh. bought him seven. They're in the mail. Fucking kidding me. Yeah. My giant fucking. I was head. on time too. Yeah, you know, it's some not, kid made fun of me at a party saying I had a big head, and you said you said something about big heads. Your I head have a big head. Big. Yeah. Do you, get, do you think I have a big head? I think I have a bigger head than you. Who has so, the smallest head in the room? Probably me. I don't know. I where we're big head gang. Yeah. I think it's Tom. Yeah, I think I. Tom is. I think yeah, I got a big head. You guys hear some of the kids said to me that was pretty mean. What? We were at a party the other day, a little, a little tipsy, and uh, I was making fun of his shirt. It said "Burn the boats," some like Viking shit. I was like, I don't know. He's like. Uh, you need an extra strap for your hat because you have a big head. Oh, uh, like, that was a good one. I have a large king's head. Some people call me Choda, like Yoda. Cut that out. Have oh, you ever I seen the that. Mandalorian? That's my penis riding on the back of uh, Boba Fett's head. Is yep. that even Boba Fett in that I show? I watched the I original. I watched it the six. Oh, okay. Well, not I'm, the main guy, but Boba I'm Fett closing out Boba the show. Fett's good night, there. everyone. Thank bye. you. I'm going to traditional six. Choda, bye, bye, bye. Choda, that's me. I didn't kill anyone. Au revoir. <laughs> uh, snails are gross.